Like. Yeah. Where's the lighter fluid, bro? No, we we can. I'm just saying for like the pre-show. You know what I mean? We're doing like, pre-show. We'll, we'll do now? the we'll do the intro too. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. Like this this stuff can be cut or whatever, but just to prep yeah, like, for the intro. But like no, so like literally, it speaks to just the volume of people that comes through, and like goes to Universal. Like it is insane. Like they have crazy attendance, which is a awesome thing. And I. One thing I was saying, the only thing, but look, I like literally, it's crazy. Like, Epcot felt more crowded than Universal, but it was like more spacious, like, it was like way bigger. The park felt way bigger, but it still somehow felt more crowded and more like even claustrophobic. You see, that's the funny thing was that on Saturday. I was saying the layout was actually pretty good. Like, I was able to find my way around and remember things and landmarks within the first loop. Universal, right? And Islands of Adventure, yeah. Yeah. But, and this is the, the park couldn't help this, just the crowds. Yeah. Like, it was hard to, you know, get around fast enough for me being a fast walker. Yeah. Dude. But even then, I was like, they can't help that. Their, their park is popular, you know? And then going on to Universal the next day, <laughs> it was a mix of it was a mix of the two. It was like the you, you could tell that Islands is a more popular park overall because we went to Universal and honestly we had a great time. We saw random experiences happen and we saw the Blues Brothers twice uh, performing and then just driving around the park. Uh, yeah, like there's more open but also less popular, so it was just easier to just get around. Studio side is such a different vibe from islands. It really is. That's the best way I, like that I could say it. I have some things to say about it once we get to it in the recap, but yeah, it's definitely the studio side is not as good as I it's remember. A bit, it's a bit tame. In fact, I thought almost I was surprised that Spider Man was even. in. <laughs> I was like, wow, even Islands has Spider Man, so it's got yeah. no reason to go. I mean. Transformers, like the, I the occasional Gringotts ride, Mummy ride, oh, maybe yeah, a Rip Ride Rocket ride, but other than that, if I get secret, if I learn the codes for the songs, yeah, no, I I think I I don't even I don't remember. I used to know a couple of them, but I don't remember because Gavin Spear didn't even work, <laughs> dude. I, I one of the Hulk trains, the. Uh, one of the Hulk trains, the speakers weren't working. Done. Like a mini, mini marathon. Uh, <sighs> Welcome to the High Rollers. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, we're already talking. Just, we can't even... We can't get over Florida. <laughs> we gotta go back. Already. It's funny because it's to the point where... Me and Gavin are already talking. He's like, hey. Yeah, he's like... When's a good time again? He's even talk, he's talking Cedar Point now too. He like this was the trip that made him an enthusiast. Yeah, but, I mean I'm thinking about it just every day. Like, but back here with West and RC, and we had Sammy last week. Thank you for joining in episode four. If you're listening, but uh, episode five, lots of news again. Uh, just a lot of random stuff. We've got a loaded cast. Yeah. 
Especially with the Florida recap. Exactly. So we have news on top of we just came back from Florida. And man, man, what a trip. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, the might, rankings be... the rankings are shift have shifted. That is like one of my favorite trips that I've done. Wow. And that's my last trip before I turn 21, which brings me to today is my birthday. Yes. Yes, it is. The 16th. Now, it, now people know <laughs> of December. Care about Zodiac Sagittarius. I really don't Two care about Sagittarius. Yep. Four days, December 20th. Uh, yeah. Another year, another cycle around the sun. I mean... I don't know when I'm really gonna start feeling it. I don't think you feel it at the ever at the number, <laughs> at the actual time. But I'm I'm just happy to be healthy, and I'm happy for this year because this is the year I officially came back to everything with Kosu's. And what a hell of a year! Uh, we're gonna get to that in the last yeah next uh, cast and yeah, next cast next cast we, is gonna be loaded too yeah for end who, of year recap. Who knows what we're gonna do? Let's just you're gonna hear our, our official rankings. Uh, our hottest of takes, even covering some, just some takes from people that uh, we've seen on Instagram. Hell, we might even ask you guys for the two people that listen to the cast. Who knows? <laughs> so, uh, who knows? Who knows what happens, man? Uh, yeah, we got some skittles here. Uh, you know what? If you're listening on, on YouTube, just comment. What What is your stoner snack of choice? Just throw in the comments, or let us know on Instagram. Which follows follow us there, if you just found us on on YouTube, uh, at High Rollers DMV, and we're also on Spotify. Yeah, if you do prefer that, and you just ended up finding us on YouTube, you can find us at the High Rollers on Spotify. Yeah, right now, we uh, we pregamed a bit per usual. Uh, not even pregame. We just we literally had a bong before, uh, but. Yeah, we was, cooled down with some B dubs. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, and now we nice. got some some wild berry skittles. Yeah. And now uh, this is some more of the Billy Cumber. Mm-hmm. You got actual nugs this time, and it's not a uh, <laughs> it's not literal. Just a bag of shakes. We're good. <laughs> We're good here. Another pearl from RC. Man, so let's get us let's get into the news because we got a lot of it. Where do you want to start? Because wait, were we were we talking about Florida though? I thought we could do that after. Because the news we can kind of cook through. True. There's only a few topics that you can really tangent on, I feel like, looking at the itinerary. Yeah. But who knows? We were already tangenting looking at the Minions part. Let's get that out of the way. So Minions Alley is coming to Universal because uh, Despicable Me, Villain, and Con, Minion... What, what a name. What are these names for these amusement rides sometimes? <laughs> Despicable Me, Villain, Con, Minion Blast. It's being added in 2023 Universal Studios... I've got I've got some opinions about that. Really? Yes. <laughs> so actually, I really haven't looked at it. What kind of ride is? It? I don't I don't I don't believe that's known. I I think that they've announced it as a shooter like dark ride. Like I don't think it's like known like details. Mm, no, I remember that a little bit. I don't Which... think it's yeah. I don't think I don't think details are out. But I'm just like theorizing on what I think it might be. So this kind of goes on to what I'm gonna get at with you know, the uni side, the Universal Studios side of. Universal's main park is yeah it feels like they almost recycle 
Because they have Men in Black, but, you know. Yeah, but it's outdated. That's what I'm saying. Ish. You know, I, I love like, Men in Black. That's something I always ride when I go to that park. But it is outdated. But, like, reason I bring that up is, like, you have Men in Black, and then say this is better, unfortunately. We have to ride a Minions ride for a shooter. Then why ever eventually, ride Men in Black? Yeah, well, eventually that'll get replaced. But then it brings we'll use the space. Then it brings to my point of Transformers and Spider Man are really similar. Literally like screen based, three D glasses. Parks, exactly. That's, that's why, yeah. But uh, and then Spider Man is so isn't... much better. Well that's the thing. I love Spider Man even more too. But Transformers was the new IP that they ended up reusing the same concept and just putting it in the park. The other park, you know? But that was a new IP when they did that, because that came after Spider Man. But they just use the same concept it just so happens to be that the older ride spider-man is way better it's so crazy to think too because spider-man as an ip is split into like three different companies disney has him or technically he doesn't sony has him universal technically doesn't have him anymore Uh, that's why it's hard for them to make the movies yep we're getting that ad rush for sure but this is happening. Um, another, another family attraction for the park. I mean, you can't really hate hate on that. But so, I do wonder if they'll theme that little area because right across will be the, uh, I think it's a minion. Uh, I, minion mayhem, yeah. right? Did Did you get on that? You did not get on that. Okay. Uh, I well, I try to avoid minions. Okay. But maybe next time because okay. you know we'll be back. <laughs> but let me tell you. So, the way it works is like. You move into, like, a showroom first, and then you sort of... It's like a theater ride. And then mm. you move into, like, the actual, like, theater ride okay, park. Okay. So that's how they move the crowd. They just move it in big chunks. Um, I imagine with this shooter ride, they might do it the same way, where they do, like, a big, like, pre-show type thing first, and then the ride room. Like, you know how they do Plants vs. Zombies, where you just queue up, and it's the big... <laughs> listen, yeah. You do the big and then there's the big ride room but the way universal would do it is they queue you up then you go into a big showroom mm-hmm. then you'd go into the ride room i think they may do something like that so i'm thinking and then it's like a kind of like some sort of like motion simulator maybe thing where you have like a you're in some sort of vehicle or something and you have a blaster just the way like the same way they do it at plans versus zombies so, actually i don't remember exactly how they group in like soren but i know oh. at least at least in Full Art Magic and Magic Kingdom, where it's like they fit a whole bunch of people and funnel them into a theater. Well, I was just at Sword. Yeah, exactly. So, that's why. Yeah, because I know I I remember they put everyone essentially on different levels, but like they group everyone. Yeah, yeah, they group everyone into a big theater. That's definitely something about Disney. They did a great job with that on their rides. We'll, we'll talk I mean, about that later, but they are they're one of the standards. You know, I mean. I up was, until recently, but like I actually had a great time at Disney. Yeah, we we'll actually stepped foot in a Disney, in a Disney park. Which surprisingly, uh, I think we've brought up Disney every single time. I know uh, we've casted it, and we say we're not a Disney. Cast, Why is but... this happening? <laughs> Why is this well, happening? you you got the Cosmic Rewind credit, so uh, and pleasantly surprised. Basically, yes. the spoiler alert on that. Uh, for the headline for the review, but we're gonna get to that 
But that, but that is my, that's my thing with the minion ride. I think it's going to be something like Plants vs. Zombies at Carowinds, which is closing, right? Yeah. yeah. I hope it's better than it's that. Clo- it's already closed. I hope it's better than that. Because I would, I would imagine so at Universal. But I, I think it, something like it, like that concept, but like on a Universal level. You know what I mean? What do we got next? He's thinking. Hmm. Might as well get this out of the way. Maverick Heartland rule found 80 minutes from Cedar Point. Okay, but, like, that's kind of, like, so shitpost, too, though, because, like, literally they, they, oh, my God, they went on Google Maps or Earth and renamed it the Thuzi Mecca. Yes. That's so, this is, that's why, like, Place this, this of community, praise. bro, this community is, coaster enthusiasts are just, I don't understand. So, yeah, if you are uh, not in the loop, hey, Shoutouts to In The Loop Podcast. But uh, if you are not caught up, the Heartland role that used to be on Maverick at one point, for at least... The original layout. and it, Yeah. I, there's one person that wrote it. I can't remember who. I, I think one of the original designers wrote yes. it. Yes. And he said, this is too or was much. It, was it Shoki? No, it wasn't Shoki. I don't fucking know. He, he, he didn't work with Intamin. I would I love know. to see him work with Intamin, but he deserves, he's never... At least I don't... But I know... It, yeah, it was, one of, it was one of the designers. But, yeah. And he said it was way too intense for people. Yeah. So. It's like... He, us Thuzies could ride it. But, uh... Maybe even some Thuzies couldn't take it. No, I'm just kidding. But it was too much forces on, on people and, I think, the train, too. It was yes. a... It was a... Yeah. Com- combination of the two. So it was taken off and replaced with the S-term that we have now. So... You might know that, but we all just found out about two weeks ago. Uh, it's sitting in a... I'm not even sure where it is. This some random plant or firm? Yeah, it's like a... Just some off-site storage or something. Yeah. And it's in a, in a field. I'm wondering how long it's been there. If it's been there ever since, because... Man. Man. <laughs> um, a lot of people have gone there already, and... Really? Taking close-ups. Um, uh, there's, be careful if you are deciding to go there. It's pretty easy to find if you know uh, roller coaster, roller coaster spaces that uh, you might be able to. It's pretty popular, but be careful because there are some people saying when they're going there that there are people saying that they're trespassing or not. Yeah. Who knows? Um, it's cool otherwise because it's, it's. Like, at least 16, 18 feet of track, man. That was on Maverick, what we, we know today. Now, unfortunately, it's kind of just... on it. You know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty awesome. Unfortunately, it's now not in the best shape. I mean, it's sitting there in the overgrowth. Even trying yeah. to remove it now would be kind of a, a little bit of a maintenance. A little bit of a task. Yeah. But yeah, I say, you know, just like how they did the Facebook group for Area 51. Let's storm the Thuzi Mecca. You know, like 200, 300 thuzies. Pick up that, uh, that has to be a few tons. Like, at least a few ten tons. Pick up that, tons of steel, and just take it. Let's, oh let's put God. it, and let's just, let's, uh. Just don't give it to the roller coaster museum. I was about to say, I was about to say, let's give it to a museum, but I'm not sure <laughs> you should give it to the roller coaster museum just yeah, yet. No. Until that's... we figure out their motives. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh. That, that could be a whole news topic on its own. But. That's a, that's a, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're going to, if you want to catch up on any of that, just look up Coaster Talk Podcast. Yeah, that's so. where you can find <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. 
Yeah. That's hilarious, though. So, yeah, that was a little quick one there. So, Knott's Berry Farm is changing the chaperone policy for the winter months. What are your thoughts about that? So, they recently changed the chaperone policy at the beginning of uh, the Halloween haunt. Yeah. All that stuff because of that one night where there were multitude of fights happening and then rumors spreading that there were shootings happening in the park and basically mass chaos, as you can assume. So, uh, they introduced one of the first parks, actually, in the major chains to introduce the chaperone policy. And it seems like ever since every park... Followed suit, yeah. especially with the haunt events. So, so now going into their winter months, and they're a 365 park, right? Yes. They're saying, well, hey, they may not be 365. They might have some weekdays actually hmm. that are closed. I mean, I'm gonna be smart, honestly. But they they are they do year round operations. Might not be quite 365 though. And this is hidden. So, yeah, they are getting rid of their chaperone policy that they had where you had to be with someone 21 and older. Uh, couldn't be, couldn't really be groups. It had to be that one person after yeah. a specific, uh, I think six, I think it was maybe the latest was eight. You know, honestly, I mean, I think it's a, it could be a good thing for the park's attendance. I mean, both sides, I always look at it, always look at it in both sides because for, I remember when I was, becoming an enthusiast going to the parks you know alone or getting dropped off was a big thing of mine so yeah. i know that there were enthusiasts that this did hurt and now that they are changing it and yeah mm, okay so based on the positive trends resulting from the current chaperone policy and improved security protocols we are modifying the chaperone policy to be in effect on saturdays only while being prepared to make additional future policy adjustments as needed Please check nuts.com for latest updates. So it's only on Saturdays. Yeah, which I can understand that. I mean, everyone's yeah. out of school. They want to make sure that things stay chill. Which, you know? this was a good segue because now, let's go on. I well, guess what are your... They want to improve, you know, customer relations and stuff. The the view of the park. Because a similar situation happened at Carowinds. Yeah. And Carowinds, apparently, this is another news topic here as we're segueing over here, received 13 up to 13 grants or no they received 13 grants of up to $560,000 to improve their safety program with the new innovative technology all that stuff so I'm wondering if we're going to see this Cedar Fair wide you know just these mass improvements across all of them because this is the second Cedar Fair park to really uh, go out of their way and uh, say something that they're making these improvements Granted, these are two Cedar Fair parks that have had yes. issues. So. It may not be chain, chain wide. Maybe Kings Island gets it too. Yeah, I could see the really. I could see KI and Cedar Point. And yeah. I can see the, the biggest Cedar that's, Fair. That's parks. really it. Yeah. yeah. The big guys. I mean, maybe Kings the Mid. No, no. I don't, I don't think maybe so. Maybe for their haunt may, specifically. Maybe. Because their some haunt point. gets big. But that would also, like, kind of hint at the fact that King's Domain is not one of the big guys. Yeah. Although we are getting a lot of stuff with Jungle Eggs, so we'll see. I would say King's Domain was the experiment when it came to... Fell off after 305 flopped. <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> Unfortunately, we had to take that hit for such an amazing coaster. Yep, I'm not, I'm not complaining. <laughs> Insane ride. 
And then we got another hit. With Twisted Timbers, so. Um, but yeah. I was going on what I was saying. Potentially King's Dominion. And along with being Carowinds, obviously. Or, no, excuse me, Canada's Wonderland, not Carowinds. Mm, I, I don't know. Uh, being that experiment. Issues, yeah, they're one of, they're the most um, popular uh, park, Cedar Fair chain in North America that gets attendance-wise. They're, it's one of those well, parks saying, that are always. they have always, issues to where they would need to do that? I think they used to, but they're not as bad as, like. The U.S. part. Well, yeah. Honestly, I'm tripping. Like, either way, they're still going to get it because you want to have better security. But they don't have issues here like we do in the U.S. But the reason I bring up is the Jungle X. You know, we were the... You know, I wonder if when it came to theming, was King's Dominion the prototype? Yeah. Because now we're seeing it happen in KI, and now we're seeing it happen in the Carowinds. Yeah. So, who knows? positive signs for the Cedar Fair Parks going forward. It's good to see them doing that. Yeah, and because... Diving into that realm. At least... I really appreciate... At least now, I really appreciate doing a lot of other things besides, you know... I love coasters, but then... When there's long lines, when there's... You know, you can't help the busy day. Having other stuff, to, you know, to be around or just potentially do. And just, helps. like, the charm of the... The successful theming where it like really is immersive ish and looks good. And that's one that oh, needs to be replaced. Yeah. Um but uh I'm really curious to see what these two parks do exactly. Um I can see them getting the um the evolved metal detectors that would like Kennywood has, you know, the AI uh, detection. Uh, and what, basically just stepping up to the top of the line standards. So I think Holiday World does that too. Great adventure even. Yeah, so I can see that stuff going to at least those two first, you know, works. Here we go. Get but yeah, let us know what you guys think about that. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's, let's go with some standing now. Six Flags Fiesta Texas adding dueling Skyline family coaster. Jeffrey Siebert. The time or the day Jeffrey gets on the cast. I'm gonna have to hold. I'm gonna have to hold RC back, man. He is a genius. Oh my gosh. And then th- the no, teasing and everything. The I mean, conversation from this too, because people were throwing shade at other Six Flags parks. They're like, you know, why are they're like they're throwing basically shade at Six Flags, saying, you know, why are why are Six Fiesta Texas getting all the love? They're basically the new flagship park. And I'm sitting here thinking, it's Jeffrey Sabre, man. It's not like Six Flags could tell them, but what no one's really stepping out and really making the efforts like Jeffrey is to make a damn good amusement park. I mean, I, I think really it starts from there. I'm not calling off the other park presidents, but... Who's the heart of that park? Yeah. Things are moving, like, at that park. Like, that park is a park I'm excited to look at. Like, I'm, I'm so glad I got to go back in November and see it firing on all cylinders. I mean, that is that is such a good park. But this, uh, 
I'm not sure how long it's going to be. It's definitely a, a family coaster, and it's a skyline. Yeah. They've apparently improved their, uh, or it's not going to be as rough or rickety. Yeah. I really haven't been on one, so I'm excited to try it. Um, and apparently it's going to have a cool light package like they were showing off at IAPA. So, all that teasing paying off, like you said. And, I mean, another reason to go back and just check that out. And I'll support Jeffrey. Yeah. Standing. <laughs> I mean, I'm going. I'm going to try to go to Texas. I think. I think that's got to be the got to be the play, whenever that opens. Plus, we got the tilt coaster, so make a big Texas run. Oh yeah, so that is true. Because how, how far is Austin from? I want to say it's like five hours. I could be overshooting it though, but I'd drive it. Because we could do San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, Austin. Do all of it. Order two separate trips, either way. Texas is great, really. And Bucky's. We were driving around. I was introduced to Bucky's, and I'm literally roughing all Bucky's right now. <laughs> you and me both. I got the Bucky's hoodie, the Bucky's beanie. I will be wearing the Bucky's blanket like a cape right now, but a little too toasty in the hot box for that. Mm. But yes, to Texas. Keep doing good things, man. Again. All right, so. Mm. This is quick news. You see that the uh, what happened to the Carowinds Highway sign? Yeah. <laughs> So, apparently, uh, if you got in, I don't even know what time it was. It looked like it had to be up just a bit after park opening, at least. But, um, oh, I'm good, bro. These are my last ones. But if you uh, were on your way to Carowinds, uh, you may have been stopped at a almost a standstill, potentially, until there was a detour. Because the sign to Carowinds, even if you weren't on your way there, this had to be annoying, uh, fell on the highway. It collapsed. Um, I, I I assumed that there was no injuries. Hopefully there wasn't, and if there were, they're okay. Uh, but if you, hopefully you got a, basically close to walk-ons on Fury and stuff, because uh, it was yeah. really hard for people to get the Carowinds, I assume. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was crazy. <laughs> mm. So... Finally, we got an opening date for Super Nintendo World here in North America. The first one. USH, right? So, in Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah. Opening in February 17th, 2023. Oh, it makes me... Mm. Half people that you I... Know, in some groups that have already booked their flights after that announcement. Well, it's crazy because that is the... That's President's Day weekend. That's right after... The week after Stumble, Stumble in Cali. Exactly. So it's like, dang. Like, I have like at least three different reasons to go to Cali in February. It's crazy. Right. It. I literally. The yeah, buzz bar's going. Uh, Melon and Coastal Network's trying to go a week after, and then around that time, literally a day after, yeah. is the opening of Super Nintendo World. That's so just. Mm. And they're all close because they're all in LA. I think I think Top Twist is Buzz Bar Stumble though. Oh yeah, it's been gotta, way gotta it way too long since I've been to a stumble. 
I gotta go back, man. Yeah. And this one sounds insane. Yeah. Look at what they're planning. Like, they haven't really said much, but the teasers I know. have already been, like... Potentially, you know, ERT at Six Flags Magic Mountain, so... Yeah. I really want to check it out. We'll have to, we'll have to see. But... That might, that might be our next trip. Yeah. Uh, but what are your thoughts about this? As a gamer myself, I have a few thoughts for Nintendo World. Like I said, I, I want to visit. I want to go. I'm very excited for it. Have you ever really been into uh, Nintendo or Mario or yeah. like big big on Mario Kart oh. Wii? Yeah. <laughs> Mario Kart Wii, that's Mario one of the Kart best ones. Wii. That is my that so, is like one of my favorite games of all time. So top three Mario Karts for me is Wii, Double Dash, and then oh my, Double I'll have Dash. to give it. I have to give oh it to gosh. eight potentially, but sixty four is super close because sixty four is. We're talking Double Dash on the GameCube. Yes, fucking amazing. Yes. Oh man, like that, you just you just brought that back to me. That's, <laughs> that is one and two right there. It's so Damn good. Straight. Like like they just knew what they were doing. And eight, like it's good. It's good. It's just okay. Not, it's not sweaty enough. What about me. DS? Okay, D, okay, DS is three. Realistically, <laughs> there we go. Realistic, there objectively, we, it's same, three. Bro. But subjectively, same. I can see other people saying, "Dude, I I still cannot believe I lost my copy of Mario Kart DS." Bro, but those were the my craziest. Sister, my sister knows. I remember I, I would train. Just for like field trips and like boys and girls club, yes. just to, like just to slap kids. Yes. All right. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. So so you can imagine. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, like I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of well, at least growing up I was. I'm okay, not like it's it's what test track should have been. Yeah. Yes. Like the rides that they have there, you know, I don't think they're gonna have the Donkey Kong roller coaster. I think that's going to Epic, Epic Universe's Universe. Super yeah. Nintendo World. Yes. But I really like that they have differences they give you reasons to go to each one because i'm not sure i think there's going to be attractions at this one that uh won't be at uh, orlando and vice versa. okay so but then once ush opens their coaster then we go yeah that's that's basically uh, you know the thing is epic universe sounds insane and because <laughs> they have the donkey kong coaster with super nintendo world so basically, have... basically universal is popping because we got epic universe and we got a, a coaster coming to ush at some point like yeah. So, we're both excited for it. I wanna, I wanna meet Toad. I wanna see that Bowser statue because that looks incredible. Um, this is something we need to look at. Uh, Universal Theme Park Creative Division gutted after exit of high-ranking XX. Yes. So this is something that I that caught my eye. Charismatic and foresight, Mike Hightower, president of Universal Creative, and Mike Harrington, uh, vice president, engineering and safety at Universal Studios Florida are among the executives who have quietly opted to take voluntary early retirement packages. So look, we lost Senior Vice President and Chief Creative Officer of Universal Creative who oversaw the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, among other Disney challenging expansions. Oh. And the President of Universal Creative. And then we lost Vice President of Engineering and Safety. Like, that's big. Yeah, I wonder what the reasons for that are. Because they've been on a the come up, you know. They've been moving up. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, this is very interesting to see two extremely important, important people... To a company. <laughs> to Universal Creative leave like this. It is very interesting in the in the time that they're doing all this expansion. Yeah. yeah. I... I 
I I remember this whenever we were talking about Universal. So like Pac-Man was saying like this is not good for the future of Universal. I mean, in theory it isn't because they're created I'm assuming they're creative to, to gave you the know, yeah. go for Hagrid's, gave the go for Velocicoaster. I mean, that's the heart of those rides. Like cuz there's this one video detailing, you know, Universal Creative stuff on Velocicoaster on YouTube. You should really check it out. And it it was incredible. It really speaks on how amazing Universal Creative is. And to see their team potentially fall apart like this is scary in such a time of expansion. Now, I am curious if I can get into potential talks or talk, get some, not talks, but that'd be great if that was the end goal of all of it. But inklings of how some people that, I don't know if they still work there, but potential engineers on the projects of Velocicoaster because it's like basically a game of, oh, I know someone who knows someone. I like so. Who yeah. knows? I might be able to talk to someone who knows something. I remember how they feel about this. And... One day, Ryan twisted. There was a guy in a special Velocicoaster jacket that worked on the ride that I was chatting with. But I don't. I'm not in contact with him or anything. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, it's like I remember like at least at least in MCN they had. There was a night they were riding Guazi and they were riding it with one of the main engineers that worked on Velocicoaster. This was just like at least a, less than a week ago. Yeah. I saw this post and I was like, what? Yeah. I think it was the day I came back from uh, from Florida. I'm like, are you yeah, serious? Yeah. <laughs> I need to be checking these Facebook groups more, man. Because sometimes I'll be missing to some crazy things. But I'm, I'm, I don't realize how much enthusiasts actually be enthusiasts. <laughs> I'm in Florida. I'm thinking, oh, you guys are, you know, chilling. Nope. Half of the enthusiasts are also in Florida as well. Like, we are much bigger than we think. That's yeah. all I got to say, like. We are it's a, growing, a big community. It's a growing niche. Yeah. Like, it's an awesome thing. Uh, at least just being in the hotspots, I can see, you know, all the merch. I can I can tell people nerding out. Yeah. People taking their time in lines to get these uh, pictures. Yeah. These memories. So Every, Everyone taking pictures of the Mosasaurus roll. Come on now. I mean, and I feel like in Orlando or being in any of those, in Bush Gardens and stuff, just like... They just have to be used to it. Like it's if just you work free there, pu- publicity. Yeah. You know, like it's it's just gonna keep growing, which is awesome. Uh, but I guess we'll segue on over to Universal Studios Hollywood or Epic Universe. Sorry, it's progressing, and we got more info on one of the rides coming. Yeah, the muck. One of the coasters coming seems to be one of the main one of the main is this, entrees. Is this the Donkey Kong. No. It's not the... Okay. This is the dueling mock coaster. Okay. I'm wondering which area that's going to be in. Um, I think they're saying it's one of the main areas you walk in. It seems like it has to be. I mean, a dueling coaster sounds like a capacity machine you already. Yeah. Run two trains. Uh, 20. They're doing a each. lot of work with mock. I mean, mock, that's why people like them. They're, to me, they're the... They're, they're boring and mild that actually tries to not be boring and mild. Well, but mock, this is... So they're doing a lot with Mach, but this is like their first time doing anything with Mach. But then they're going big. Yeah. You know? Like, I, it's something. This is like. Mach was always impressed me because they're like BM, where they should be now. Not just still using cookie cutter elements. Yeah. Granted, we're seeing more interesting BMs. I mean, now, the, the but in terms of family models. Pipeline are very interesting. I don't know if you saw those or not. Uh, so. On Midway Mayhem. It was so unfortunate because 
we went to SeaWorld on Thursday. That Friday, yeah. they put the trains out. Wow. Yeah. So, you do, you, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just how those things happen, you know? Like, one of the other things I said, just, like, while you were there, just, like, things just happen, you know? Don't really expect it. Uh, but, yeah, um, in case you guys haven't seen it, this, I think there's going... The rumored name is going to be Starfall Racers. Okay. And, yeah, uh, I forgot the name of both of them. But I think there's a green side and a golden side. Okay. And okay. they're both, like, long, crazy elements. Uh, there's this crazy, basically, interlocking loop, but it's almost like they're interlocking dive loops. It's it's wow. insane. Uh, Amusement Insider did a great uh, POV of it. Uh, on both sides, officially are out now. So, guys, you guys want to check that out? Go check out his channel on that. Um, I thought it was very interesting. Because, like, I... Generally, if a coaster is doing it already, it's just like I am much more interested. It's just that is just like so sick to me. It's why I love dueling dragons. Heck, it's why I like lightning oh. racer, even though people don't like it. It's a polarizing coaster to an extent. Rip dueling dragons, rip dueling dragons, indeed, especially when it actually dueled. Yeah. Because when those loops went together, that was actually insane. It felt like you were going to run into the other train. That's how basically how it felt to little 11 year old. <laughs> Uh, what an experience. Uh, but yeah, that, that looks, it, the Starfall Racers looks pretty incredible. So go ahead and check that out. What else here? We're already breezing through a lot of it here. I think that could be it. Oh, no, the last, last thing is, uh, which Ferrari potentially opening up finally in the Ferrari World Abu Dhabi? 2014 announced. It was announced in 2014, built by a Chinese firm, and has been standing but not operating since. Literally, I think this is the ride that basically gave the meme for the coaster community of lawn ornament. Right. Because literally, it was just an art piece at basically one point, as long as it's been sitting around. Uh, but there's been footage... I mean, it was, it's funny enough, I was looking at the timeline recently. It's been set to open since 2020. Like, it was, all right, they looked at everything, we're good to go. But there's been actual footage of it running again. So are we going to have a potential opening? I'll see when I believe and I, like, I see the sign. Like, sign open and people have officially stepped foot on it. All right. That's when I'll, that's when I'll care. <laughs> but hopefully they are getting that much closer because... Getting close to a decade is, uh, I mean, the only other company that can really, you know, challenge that is Disney with the Tron. Uh, and that's a clone. Can't so. forget Ring Racer. Well, that did open, didn't it? What? Well, it opened for like a week. Yeah, so at least that SBNA. did open. This is never open. <laughs> that's true. I just mean like SBNL. Mm -hmm. Long SBNOs. Yeah. Tron. That's great. It's a clone. Like how, like, how hard is it to just copy and paste? Anyways. Uh, but, yeah, that's... Hopefully, that does open eventually. Because that would be cool. It's That's one of the most unique-looking coasters. Um, I mean, heck, it's... It almost looks like a single rail before single rail existed. Yeah. That we knew, at least, that, you know, RMC was doing. And now, uh, Intimate yeah. and all the other manufacturers. So, let's see, Ferrari World. Let's get it open. I'm, I'm rooting for you.
Also, we need to go there for our Formula Rosa because I don't think I don't think we're ever gonna see another coaster beat uh, that speed record until Falcon's Flight. So, yeah, I mean that's I feel like that's like an underrated bucket list coaster because there's so yeah, many. Yeah, we didn't even name that. There's so many that like are the obvious ones, and then that gets overlooked. But it's still it's like that acceleration. I mean. It's still hydraulic. Yeah. And you're going 150. That's I need to get on that. 149 to be exact, but let's let's round up here a bit. Like, Ka is amazing, but I need to get on that. I don't think the acceleration is going to be as good as those, but I don't think we're going to feel any. Because every time I see just reverse POVs, like cameras of people, they're it's like consistent uh, car thrill cheeks. Yeah. Where they just look like chipmunks throughout the whole <laughs> And you have to wear goggles, but that might always be because where it is, you're literally flying through a desert. They don't want uh, sand particles to pierce your eyeballs. That wouldn't yeah. be good. Uh, but that's all of the news, surprisingly. Uh, let me make sure you got everything. Oh, no. It's because I care so little, Mock Tower. Oh. Mock Tower is officially closing. It uh, got announced today, right before the cast. Yeah. Um, good riddance. I mean... It's fun-ish. No. You don't think so. I mean, See, the thing is, is that it was uncomfortable. The drop was mid as hell. Yes, and the drop is mid. 45 minutes still... away, I have one of the best drop towers in the States. Okay. So. That's true. But, I, I mean, it's still a decent drop tower. Like. Not when I'm, like, in frogger seats. Because that's what they were. It just well, was so uncomfortable. And what they broke me down crazy? halfway. Like, even less than halfway. I'm not even falling in. They break me. What do you think is going to replace it, then? Replacements. I want to see a tall... It's probably going to be one of the tallest star flyers. Potentially. Or swinging models. They don't really have a tall swinging model. And they could beat out King's Minion in that aspect as well. You don't think they would, uh... That's the objective, Do like, another drop tower? Answer. Uh... I would love to see... Or some sort of thrill attraction. It's awesome to get to. I would love to see. I don't think they're going to do this. The first one was my... What they, what I could see them doing if they're trying to be fast. Just throw something in there. And also, break records and a good fit. Yeah. What I would want to see? A drop tower taller than uh, King's Dominions. So taller than 272. Variable drops... Which I don't know if really there's a manufacturer that does it yet besides, you know, SNS. But I want something more forceful than that. I don't want a floaty drop. I want, like, give me a full experience, Bush Gardens. Give me something like, you know, something, uh, a scary theme. Ever heard of Falcon's Fury? The thing is, though. Just wondering. That lays you down. And then, like, give me, like. Well, no, Falcon's Fury is overrated. That ride is mid. Yeah, you, I, I've, yeah, I've heard. And it was fortunately it was down. I, I think it was just annual maintenance. Yeah, but, uh, it's, yeah. It's, well, I mean, I heard from some people that they said they're just waiting on a part. That seems to be a lot of things yeah. for parks right now. That's 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 what I heard. They're saying it's annual maintenance, but they're really just waiting on a part. Yeah, we heard from an uh, extended period of time. Yeah, we heard from Timmy that uh, probably I think it was on the cast last week that uh, he may have just told us it's off the cast that the reason why drop tower is down. Because it would have been open is right before Haunt is uh, one of the break uh, fins was bent. 
So they got to wait for Intamin to send that in. So we would have had Drop Tower because generally Drop Tower is open for Haunt. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I, I ride it because I, I love I think, looking uh, at the fog when I drop. I, I love think it. I didn't realize that because I was scared of Drop Towers until January mm. this year. That was like one of the main I. times I rode it because just dropping into the fog and seeing just and push all the fog away. So cool. And it's crazy. I was scared of Drop Towers until January this year, and the first one I did was Orlando Freefall. I, I, when I get the fort, I I cannot stand looking at that thing. Oh, especially at night. Oh, it's a uh, chilling. It's just how they. It's how they did it. They just lit up everything around it, but the silhouette of what it is. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Anyways, um, I think yeah. So, I'm trying to think what else they could put in. Um, I mean, what's a really thrilling? I mean, I would love to see. I'm I'm thinking of thing capacity though, right? Because I yeah. can't be saying like, oh, give me a. What are those catapults yeah. or not? Where it's just two people or four people on each side because they're probably thinking capacity. Uh, a lot of good flat rides don't have good capacity, unfortunately. You know, there's also the possibility nothing goes there. I mean, I if mean, they just give us an experience, then that's a change of pace and I'll take it, you know? Yeah. As long as it's not like a paid experience, like Burgermeister, you know, or it's kind of exclusive to... I, I just think that's also something in the realm of possibility, you know? They could just not replace it. I mean, so. let's think about that plot of land exactly. It's pretty. Small. What's behind Mock Tower, though? What's behind? I think it like that's it's, that's it's a, it's a it's gully, like, right? Yeah, but it like because you have Verbolt in there, then the bridge, and then it kind of like goes downhill, and you have like Loch Ness, and then there's like a kind of like a woodsy area. But exactly, like, a it all goes area. like downhill and stuff. A woodsy like, area. It's like, so let's say they set up for a coast. <laughs> A small, like, a small scale, not too big, you know, twister layout. I highly doubt that. Because, I like, mean, that, that's, like, really bad terrain, though, because it's, like, a little bit flat, but it's also going, like, uphill, and then it goes, like, downhill. Like, I don't know. I just, I couldn't see it, personally. Like, why, like, I don't know. Unless... Get Gerstler or someone in there. They, they always do the weird that stuff. That would be, like, a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, like, just, like, a lot of land clearing and all just stuff. It's just so much terrain. I don't even know. Like, what happened to the uh, Twisted it. Shamrock coaster in uh, in Ireland? <laughs> that was like a 2016, 2017 rumor. I mean, that's that one area that, that really like needs some. Time. That that area needs. Yeah, there was a rumor that an RMC was either getting put in UK, which I think would have been cool, but also around the Ireland area because it that literally needed rides because Battle for Ire was the only thing there, and now there's nothing there. Besides Finnegan's Flyer, I guess. So, which is a good ride. Spoons, uh, Scream and Swing. You know, it's I've, a good never, I've never ridden that, and I think I have, like, at least ten visits to Bush. I mean, it always has a long line. Yeah, that's, I think and that's why. And the ops on it are not great. Like, I've waited at least three minutes every cycle sometimes. It was like... See, Real San Antonio, Tidal Surge... They, they got they're like they're that they're lightning quick yeah like i i don't know and they also put us in a cage and finnegan's flyer it's kind of weird like i like the queue is literally a cage that's the best way to describe it um yeah i don't i don't know what's going on with that and i've i had a few rides on it's pretty fun i'm sure bgw fans will be cooking something up pretty soon i mean it's the day it happened so i mean they've been teasing it for a bit give it a week and that's the only reason why not everyone is too surprised because yeah. 
if you've also been to the park, like, you go there, everything would be open miraculously. And then that would be the only thing that would be down. Yeah. Like, that would be a constant. So, yeah, we'll see. I hope it's something either. You know, I wouldn't mind an observation tower either. Why not? The park's pretty enough. Just at that point, I I'll see take all of Williamsburg. Starflyer. <laughs> Although that is such bad capacity. Starflyers are a terrible capacity. They shouldn't be, though. Like, you know, they take a lot of people. It's just, I guess the cycle is what makes the capacity better. Yeah. Especially you have to bring them all one. the way up, spend them for at least 30 seconds. Okay, it will, like, as long as they, they better do a tall one and not try to do the freaking Holiday Road one, no. which is, like, 20 feet. No, I'm telling you, it needs to be, like, one of the tallest, yeah. like, close to 400, if not that mark. That would be super interesting. They, but they don't they have problems with, like, the height restrictions and stuff? I'm pretty sure they do. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I feel like we would have... I don't know if we would see that balloon anytime soon because they're probably already working on clearly 2024 yeah. coaster. Yeah. Um, God, after riding Glossy, I really hope it's an RMC. <laughs> I need more Joe Drapes creations, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Air Force One. I was looking at that POV again, and I'm that, that could be number one. It's like mental. Like, I am slowly... I need almost RMC tattooed on my chest. That's how much of a stand I'm like... Like, I'm joking, but, like, it's getting to that point where, like... When will they miss? For me, at least. You for need me. to get on IRAT. I'm like, that. I feel like that could be top 10 for me, too, when I look at that every time. Not a, I wouldn't get that far. I don't know, man. That view. I've that A lot. Novelty of rides really can have an impact on me. But if the forces are just yeah, not like that. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. It's, it's really good, though. Just not quite top 10. Wow. <sighs> I think with my count now I can see it and then it just drops because like that's I've I get a lot of pretty decent heavy hitters at least I've noticed and then I'll get <laughs> Steve and then I'll get Velocicoaster and then it's like all right once you get like you're still missing stuff like once you get like Voyage yeah. X2 I'm very curious about Voyage because is that just going to be number one, or am I going to still hold on to... I got to be there when you ride Voyage, 100%. Well, that's one... I want to make a sneaky trip to Holiday World, just in the middle of, like, a week. We'll do like, a, uh, let's do a High Rollers Hollywood Night... Or High Rollers Holiday World takeover. Get a cabin. Fuck it. I didn't even know they had cabins. That's, that's yeah. a bet. <laughs> Bring some bud. <sighs> Don't... Uh, we actually will not holiday world. We will, uh, we will be very good boys and, uh, you know, just have a good time. Responsibly. <laughs> uh, so, that is yeah, all the news. Gotta, gotta have a sneaky holiday world trip, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, but st speaking of trips, let's roll like the second one up here, bro. Cause... I was waiting for, for Florida. Florida, 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 man. Finally, at least me, I made it back to a lot of the rides that I skipped because I was a wuss back when I was... Uh, when did I go? 2012? It's one of the few years before my uh, graduation. But yeah. uh, Finally got to Universal and Islands of Adventure to get back on Hulk. Velocicoaster. Finally got to Busch Gardens Tampa for the first time. Wrote everything at SeaWorld that I missed and more because there are new coasters since. And got White Lightning. 
Which we have the different. We basically have the same opinion. Did you, did you not get Freedom Flyer? It's, it's a credit. Forget it. <laughs> it's it's. I know. I just it's pretty mid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we have differing opinions on why. Basically, same opinion, but differing opinions on it. Yes. But regardless, what a trip, man. Um, Can't forget Bucky's. Like I said, I'm literally repping Bucky's right now. I, I would be wearing a cape. I would be the Bucky's, the Bucky's man. I would probably turn into a, a beaver myself. But um, where do you even start? I mean, I was a day. I was there a day before you. Yeah, two days. Well, like, I guess I was day there. and a half. Day and a half. So. I guess I'll start from when I got in on Thursday, yeah. which we got in at a crispy 11.30. They were, that was one of the, they said two hours. We got there in like an hour and 30. Yeah. It was, two and a, it was, it was I'm like, wow, wow. Um, we got our bags, everything. We even checked in early. So we were ready to go to SeaWorld at 12 o'clock. Yeah. Or, or not, not actually 12 o'clock, like 1.30. Yeah. <laughs> but we were ready to go, and it's literally right down the street from the club where we stayed at. So, yeah. You went there, had everything up, and regardless of, it, you know, of everything, the layout, or excuse me, the coaster lineup is a good coaster lineup. They just need to build it, and I feel bad whenever I see kids walking that park, that's all I gotta say. Uh, like, because they, if I see them walking anywhere outside of Sesame Street, which, that is actually one of the best themed Sesame kids areas I've yes. seen. That's, that's really good. that. Um, I yeah. felt like I was this one place. I felt like I was walking through Sesame Street, and it kind of brought me back because I watched them at least for about a year or two. When I was uh, at least from what I remember, uh, it was great. I think that was a really, really good area. But regardless, yeah, like this is definitely. I almost think put to more adults and like, hey, have a beer, ride some coasters, look at mantis, yeah. <laughs> look at some dolphins, uh, which basically what we did, you know. We went through everything, hit everything within two hours. Uh, basically walked on, so we got front and back on everything uh, for for like good reviews. And Manta, man, Manta is really good. Uh, that's one of the best, like one of the prettiest coasters I've ever seen because just the landscaping of it, the, how they shoot the fountains, and it still works. That coaster's been out for a good bit. You know, a lot of times, yeah. a lot of these effects it's, don't work. It's upkept. I mean, just the near misses, the water, I mean, just like, you literally can get splashed if you No, like, I was on one of my last rides on my, uh, I back think, left I just wing. love that effect, you know? I literally got, at, like, I technically soaked, because, yeah. like, it just sprayed perfectly on me, and I, I, it jumped, scared me, because I was like, that actually happened, and then that, and that pretzel, was amazing. That pretzel loop that, that's, is insane. Me and him were talking about this, you know? It's so good it almost overshadows the rest of the ride. I really want to ride Tatsu. And yeah. Flying Dinosaur. Because like Ultimate Flight is that pretzel loop is good. Uh, but it's not Tatsu's. Yeah. It's not Tatsu's, man. Yeah. Because I got it caught me off guard because I was like, Oh, I've done Ultimate Flights, you know, it's whatever. Ultimate Flight. And then is, I Tatsu it it it's I mean the fact it's bigger, you know. Like you go ride Manta and it's really good and you ride Ultimate Flight and it's just mid, which means it's bad. Definition of mid is average. Hope you know that. 
But like to me, like average it's just is bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. Average to RZ and coaster scale. It has to be good or elite bad. for me to ride it. Uh, but um, yeah, Manta is a really great time. Um, I was. Uh, we got a few laps on that. It caught Gavin off guard because he didn't even know it was a flying coaster. So he's sitting down thinking, oh, I like these restraints for this invert. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I just look at him and he's like, what? I'm like, nothing. I was what like, he, what did he say? Um, he, we went into the flying position and then he's, his eyeballs just blew up like golf balls. <laughs> like, he's, oh God. And he he felt like one of those feelings where it's like he actually felt scared going up the lift hill because he yeah. didn't know what to experience. Holy shit. So... I think the only time I'm going to feel that is on X2 and Ijanike. Because, yeah. like, I'm literally going up backwards I can't see. And it's going to flip me. Like, I, that's a completely different That's how thing. I feel on Timbili. <laughs> I don't feel that way on Timbili at all. Because it's consistent three or at least one flip at the top. Yeah. At least. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, he didn't know what to experience. But he ended up loving it. Like, yeah. he, his smaller coaster count of, like, I want to say 40... Close to fifty, he has it in his top ten easily. So yeah, I mean that's a, I think it's gonna stay there for quite a bit. But his his been into work. They're all they're yeah. all over the place, you know. We we were hearing some, <laughs> uh, but shout outs to Gavin. Um, Mako was next though, and I heard Mako grew on you. Yeah, I wrote it in October, and it was. I think that's probably my favorite, hyper. B and M hyper. Yeah, so right now since I've had it's been so long since I've had a diamondback ride. Yeah. That's where I have it. Um I have Mako at least as my it's my favorite because I we were talking about this a little bit before the cast. I think Canemonium in the front has some of the strongest like on the first camelback, the strongest air time, floater air time, and longest on our on a Hershey Park or on a Hershey Park. On a hyper coaster for B and M. But Mako was just the most consistent. Like, even even though I do crap on the finale a bit, because for me at least, the last hill right before you go into over the water, uh, I at least got floaters throughout the whole hill that time. I think uh, so. Mako, most B&M hypers have pretty forceless finishes. Unless you're talking Goliath, and even Diamondback has a good finish. Yeah, good. Diamondback does. I'm just saying most do. Yeah. Like, you're thinking, like, Nitro. Intimidator's terrible. Intimidator. Oh, my God. Like, I remember when I saw Intimidator again, and I was like, is this actually, like, is it just cold? <laughs> nah. Nah. Funnel. Dude. So, I'm not gonna lie. I'm already not the biggest fan of Sustained Floater, but, like, I really want to get the rides some of you people get because I get nothing on Intimidator at all. <laughs> nothing. It's almost as bad as Apollo sometimes. I think I think I get more airtime yeah. on Apollo's actually. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm. And then, I mean, where do you put Nitro then? <laughs> They're all like so close. Nitro's <laughs> Nitro's pretty. It's like right below Apollo's probably. Intimidator's last. Canemonium's above Nitro. I want to ride Raging Bull's drop. Like the first drop, because I hear that is actually incredible in the back. So. 
Uh, but this tangent's gone wild. So Mako is really good, though. Um, is it Fernley 25? Let me see. Uh, I, I, re I really like the setting of it, too. How it sits, just hugs the corner of the park. Uh, the out-and-back layout. <clears throat> but yeah, and everything up until the, uh, the mid-course is great. Like, it's... It's staple being a hyper, and it's one of the best. Like you can't go wrong with it. If you're a big fan of floater every time, uh, even float jetter in some moments, it's great. Uh, where, where do I have it though? It's exactly it's number twenty-four. Oh, good. That's fair. No, it's a little spoiler. I'm not gonna say the actual numbers anymore <laughs> for next week. But. After that, what did we Kraken, do? Right? Oh yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we did Kraken. Did you get the Atlantis credit? Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, uh, we actually did it one of the last ones, and that was a mistake. But because it got cold, cold-ish. And you didn't get Infinity Falls. That was down for oh, annual maintenance. Gosh, they're probably just waiting on a part too. Yeah, they're probably waiting on a part to be honest. <laughs> like, a lot, like, it just seems like the recurring theme. Like, just from a lot of, intimate. like. Not even intimate, like we're from Windseeker too. Like, yeah, just That's true. waiting on parts, supply chain. Then I guess. Uh, but yeah, we ended up getting Icebreaker, and so for some reason, every other ride, I I could put my my bag, my fanny, or yeah, my medicine right. bag on the on the side. Didn't use lockers. Uh, I get to the station, and for some reason, I can't put it. On, I can't put my bag there. I can't put my bag on the basket. I have to, I have to ride with my with my uh, my medicine bag. I'm like okay, yeah. But why? Regardless, uh, the f it's it's okay. Very weird attraction. Um, the A flop. Once you get going with the swing launch and go over the top hat, it, and then those two uh, bunny hills. That's pretty good. Everything else, I was, you know, it's okay. It's a flop. It doesn't really hit anything too hard. And now the height requirement, with it being that it is, I now consider it, yes, a flop. Because yeah. kids can't ride it, only adults. And that's why literally you'll see more lines for everything else than Icebreaker. Even though the capacity uh, <laughs> for the other rides are better because they're B&Ms. But yeah, it's not even that cool to look at either. Yeah, it's not very. Uh, what's the? At word? least it's at least the swing like the switch drag is cool to look at. But, and the bar that it came with it, the glacier, uh, the glacier bar, uh, the yeah. bartenders there are great. I had a, a, a conversation with a few of them. Uh, they're great people. I think one of them was there since the opening this year. Uh, she she was great to talk to. So. Uh, that's a great addition. I might have liked that more than the ride. Oh, <laughs> best. Did you go to the giraffe bar at Bush Gardens Tampa? Yes. So that was we uh yeah, I'll get I'll get to that. But basically we're about to, yes. but our little buzz bars, drunk man. riders tangents. Man. Man, 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 man. Oh, the giraffe bar is fantastic. It's like it was so funny, I got I gotta get to that reveal, but so we'd get to Kraken after and I don't know what it was with the first ride on Kraken. I swear we, we, we I, had, I was hydrated I, I had ate food and everything You know I was a little buzzy But like You know like 
I was I was chilling, you know. It was a nice day, you know. We we're about an hour and a half in. Kraken, that first ride was some of the most intense roller coaster experience I have ever felt. It was so strange because the second ride later that day was not the same ride. It was very, very less. It was very, it was forceful, but not pins and needles in between every inversion like I got. It was insane. Um, I was like, whoa, I was not expecting that. It was really, really good. <laughs> um, the second ride was still really good, but it wasn't pins and needles. Like I was going through Alpen Guy's Cobra roll on every every element. Uh, but yeah, it's still, a, for the time that I opened up, I still like cracking, man. I like me some cracking. It's like, I feel like I haven't ridden it since April. But like, it's a really good floorless. It's a really solid, yeah. Yeah. It's really, really solid. And like, and for the time too, but like I said, B&M's peak, you know? Yeah. Like, 90s era. And then, like, 90s, like... Mm. Kumba. Like, you got, you're talking about crack, and then, then, like, you talk about 90s, you go down the highway an hour, and you got some real nice 90s. Yeah. Four or ten minutes so, down the street. Yeah, we finished up with a few more laps on basically around the whole park, because at that point, we've done everything. Uh, Journey to Atlantis. <laughs> it's actually a good ride. Um, I wish there were more dark ride segments, yeah. but... Um, hey... Uh, I'll take it. It's good for what it is. It's hilarious that the biggest splash you get is on the smallest. Yeah. Is on the smallest fucking uh, little dip into the next chain lift. <laughs> and that's what got us. Because it was like, oh, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. If you go down, cold. Yeah. Frozen cold. And it's only like 65 at this point. So it's actually cold. Uh, man. Uh, yeah, also, we, we had a little hard time finding the entrance for that, too. Because we were just... Yeah. We were taking in the scenery, taking footage in, and then walking around the whole thing, and they were like, how do we get in? I'm not a big fan of SeaWorld Orlando's park layout. It's not great. It's a big circle, and there's a random bridge that cuts through in the middle. I don't know if that's recent. It's, it's a bit... I feel like it's a bit more confusing than that, because there's just so many pathways and stuff. I don't know. For us, because like, I treated it like a, it's a big circle around that lake, and then... After that, there's some pockets for certain rides. Yeah. Which, getting to layouts I'm not a big fan of is the next day. Because to wrap up, though, SeaWorld Orlando was, it's a great little quaint. It almost feels like it should be smaller than what it is. Like, it almost feels like I shouldn't be paying. I need to get in. I have a pass, but that's a single day ticket, you know. Um, I'm assuming that's for all of the, it goes to a lot of the restoration and the uh, rescue for the animals. Since they don't do shows anymore, all, a lot of the animals that you see, uh, you won't be seeing in a year or two when you go back. You know, they're going to be back out in the ocean, you know, living their lives. So, and same with the Bush Gardens parks, I uh, I think as well. Yeah. Unless they're the Williamsburg one, which uh, they literally take in, like, the wolves well. and, like, the, the eagles. But the SeaWorld parks, I at least know. They they uh, give them, uh, they put them back out into the wild. Uh... But, yeah, that, it was great to do that, you know, and the queues for some of them, like, Mansa's great, you know. Just looking at the Mansa's, and on a light day, why not? You know, just take it all in, you know. And I imagine if it ever got that long, that would be a nice uh, nice reprieve from everything. <clears throat> so, Bergman SeaWorld, especially for credits that aren't forget it. You know, like, it's an actual good park, and if you like beer, low-key, great place for it. 
Like they and the bartenders know know their stuff. I was impressed. You know, a lot of times you go to these parts, they kind of just give you the general wear and uh, kind of just go with you know, or whatever. They're theme park bartenders, but these guys, you know, they treated it like I went to an actual like, you know, a brewery. You know, it was very homey, very cozy feeling. I liked it. But on the Bush Gardens, Tampa, where we go down I four for an hour and uh, hit that up. So, ooh, so. First things first, I think I, I love the look of Tampa just so much more than when it was breaking. And, and the reason, before I even get more into it, I think, I want to say I'm biased because I've seen Williamsburg so much. I've been in Williamsburg since literally I was like six, Yeah. you know, and I was still astonished with it then, but now I'm just, and my vibe with it now, going to a new park, a new Bush Gardens, and being as much of a fan of animals as I am. It was great. Um, seeing a lot of the animals, the giraffe bar, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, but the coasters, because they're uh, they're mostly a coaster park with beer, yeah, Bush Gardens, but mostly a coaster park. And they've been a little stagnant up until recent, until Cobra's Curse when they started picking up again. And I, man, the first ride we rode was Guazi because it was running. It's too enticing. It's a beautiful fucking ride, man. Oh, my God. It, uh. So we had to. We had to. It's set 35. We only waited five. We'll take it. First ride was a back right. Yeah, it was a back right all the way in the back. I was not expecting to get lats off the pre, uh, just out of the station. Because you go down and just, I'm like, okay. And uh, that's a precursor for the rest of the damn ride. <laughs> Not necessarily for laterals, but just for how insane. That is the most intense RMC I have been on. Agreed. So the drop is really close to Steve's, but for some reason it feels like it lasts so much longer. Like I'm just flying out. And every element, and that every element in Steve hits for me too, but it's not as long as Steve, but it's just. Every element is so damn ace. So damn good. The outer bang airtime is better. The ah. it, 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 I get ejector. I get float ejector on Steve's. Like and that and that that's just what I got. Like, Honestly, I feel like Steve's outer bank is better. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> bro, I dropped the J yeah. between the seat, bro. You have to get out and push it all the way forward. Hey, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm now, though. Holy shit. Hey, there that's... might be still some left, but not nah, all left. Yeah. Well, I got my bong. <laughs> Do it with the sprite. I'm kidding. Shit, we do need water. You can dry hit it, but I would not recommend that for. Nah, I that can has... get water. All right, so we're just gonna do a quick little break. 
you don't have to stop the recording, but just so I know for for cutting here. Do you want to hit it though? Nah. Uh, no, we can keep talking. Because push gonna show up. I do. These dispos are crazy. I still have my dispo, and I had this shit for almost a month now. Brought it with me to Florida. These Delta extracts, man. Strawberry shortcake, get you right. Get you right, coach. Get you right. Yeah, I'm fried, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fried. So I was like, that's probably the reason why that happened in the first place. Uh, so Bush Gardens, Tampa, Guazi. Outer Bank, Tell Ejector. Yes. I, I mean, I think the Outer Bank on that and Steve are pretty close. They, they, they are. They are. They are. But, I think I, but I think. I'd prefer Steve's probably. I think the reason is I was able to dictate my room though. That might have been it too. Like, cause yeah. at, at Bush Gardens Tampa, they they check your seatbelt and then they pull up. Yeah, they don't push down like that's true. Cause, Cause I could get more room on Steve. So like that might have been a, that might have been a factor for sure. So I was getting I was getting really good rides. Cause but. after that, the you go down, you get so much speed and then you go back up. So, well, the death roll is absolutely incredible. It's one of my... It's so whippy. It might be my favorite. It might be... It's really... It's tied, right? The most tied. I, I, I 100% enjoy the Mosasaurus roll more. I can confidently say that. I mean, but that is, that is fantastic. Like, there, there's no denying that. Because, like, when I do when I do the backflip on it, bro... Yeah. Oh. It's incredibly whippy. It is so intense. I lose myself in it. Yeah. Like I, when I, even when I, I look mean, forward, I'm with like with the ejector. Like you're getting ejected. To, it's it's crazy. Oh, like you carry so much speed and you just get torn <laughs> through it. It's, and then you're, and then you dive down. That's the reason why I like it. I feel like I like it a tad more than the Mosasaurus roll, though. That's the only reason. It's because I'm literally gaining speed while I'm getting ripped now out. Now, have of my you backflipped on the Mosasaurus roll, though? Yeah, on right side too. Okay, and it was that's why that's the reason why I was front like, and back. I didn't do it back. Or I didn't do it front. Front right is the best seat on the ride. Front right night ride. See, the thing is, Bob thinks back. <laughs> now I don't know who to believe. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that prefer. To be the right, to be honest, though, front right. when I get to Velocicoaster, there's not a bad seat yeah, on the ride. There's not a bad seat on that ride. To to be completely honest, it's the. But that's skipping ahead to the next day. But Guazi, the death roll, ah, oh, it, it it feels like you're getting yanked by an alligator and, and killed. Like it, like. Then you got the wave turn. Uh, so I was surprised because I was that was the one moment when I looked at the POV or off ride. I'm like, eh. But I actually got good whip. And then you get in the back, you get airtime after. You actually get airtime. I was like, what? The, what? <laughs> Amazing. And then okay, this might be my favorite. Oh my god. At least when I rode it, the wave turn to this day is the best and the most amount of ejector I've ever had on a roller coaster. Flaming hot. It is absolutely bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. I, I that twist and shout is is I, I can talk about it all day. Like I look at that and I'm like I, I almost want to book a ticket to Tampa. Just straight up. Just, just because of that twist and shout. Breeze Airlines, Norfolk to Tampa. Cheap. Just... And then after it feels like Steve. It feels like you're going on that little small little uh airtime hill, wave turn, 
It reminds me of it. Does it reminds me of that old? Well, then you got the stall, right? Which I think the stall on Steve is better because it just has so much whip. The reason it like I I literally smacked you on the head from the whip on Steve. There's a stall on Steve. It's like it's like the very end. About under in, in the, when you're in the structure, and then right before you leave at the first half. It's like a little like mini stall. I thought. I don't. I don't think it's a stall, but it's. It's it's a unique element though. I don't know what it's called. They're similar enough to where maybe yeah. it's not a stall. Where I prefer that on Steve. Yeah, because that whip is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking. But about. it's still really good on Guazi. And then I was getting so I much think room. Guazi's stall is very quick. It's yeah. not very. It's not sustained. It's just very. It just. It's a quick it almost doesn't snap. feel like a stall. Yeah. It. Do, yeah. You just roll past it, pretty much. Um, but after the airtime elements. I, I fly up, and I had the rides I had. I had so much room. I would land, and then it would like be unbanked and turn, and I would just jut into my yeah <laughs> to the left. Oh, it was so good. Airtime, airtime. You hit that the brake run dive. incredibly hard. I, I'm, Man, that was almost an element in itself to me. Yeah. <laughs> this is like you hit the brake when I have to hold myself up, but I, I will let myself go because you literally just fly forward, yeah. fly forward. That ride is, it takes your breath, it takes your fucking breath away, man. Like, if you are an RMC fan, you gotta go to Tampa. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. You gotta go to Tampa. I can see, it, it is a battle of the Giants in North America. I can see either way. Hell, I can ride Steve tomorrow and probably be like, hell, Steve is number one again. Like, it, 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 there's, those rides are incredible. They're just in a tier above but like, everything else. I think the intensity, like the, the sheer speed and just relentlessness of what they throw in. Uh, it's all, it's almost like this, this This shouldn't be in. This is kind of this is kind of too much. All right. Uh, so I haven't even gotten to the rest of the rides. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, that's how that's how good Gwazi is to me. The whole oh my God, like. It's such a good ride. So we got back to back on that really quick. And then we we did the same thing in the station. We're like, all right, do we go to the rest of the rides? Because we got to get the creds. Gauzy's too good. There's no wait. And we had to pull ourselves away because we got to get the creds. That's how much enthusiast we are. Oh, Jesus. But what what was even next? So we were trying to cheek her next, I think. But uh, that was in a closed down. (laughs) You good, bro? Uh, RC's re- RC is recollecting himself right now. <laughs> yeah, but was Chigra? We had Tigers next because that was just on the way. Chigra was closed for annual maintenance. Cell workers like underneath and around like the station, all that stuff. Like, yeah, it, it's closed. Tigers is. I'm not a fan of Skyrocket 2s. They all feel the same to me. So it's they're what's whatever you know. Uh, it was a credit. And I think the theming was better. I mean, generally, like, I, I feel that way about Bush Gardens Tampa. It also might be the fact that generally you're an hour away from Orlando, where Orlando parks already feel the need to go a little more beyond than the general amusement park because their competitors are Disney and Universal. So that might also be a factor, too, on why the, the Bush, Bush Gardens Tampa to me just felt more better themed. But uh, after that, we head up. Yeah, it was Kumba was next. 
And B and M. That was. I think I had this. I didn't think I put it on the cast for the bucket list when we talked about that, but it would have been on there because uh, I've been looking at that ride literally like in throw rides, like the the book from Scholastic Book Fair and like POVs of that ride. That was one of the rides in like the community that has been around and people have talked about. And I always loved the look of it. I've always thought it was going to be a ride I enjoyed. Um, it was one of the few B&M sit downs. And I wrote Hulk, and I loved it. So I was like, I really want to get on Kuma when I get the chance. Yeah. And I it really lived up, you know. It's obviously it's to the day, but even then, like it's intense. It whips. It's it's a strong layout. It has character. Like the near misses are great. And I obviously had to get the obligatory shot with the corkscrews. You know how it is. Uh, so that's pretty high up there. Montu though probably one of the most complete layouts that B&M has ever made in my opinion it's one of the few mid courses where it doesn't even feel like I'm not even mad you know people say oh the mid course kills the momentum not for Montu it Mont doesn't two. no not for Montu Montu Montu's relentless it's so good but so Afterburn's good. still better it's not it's not better it's not better <laughs> it's, well, there's, why though there's something about so Afterburn. is it is it the is it the is the Batwing on it? I think so. Because the Batwing is, I think, more... Because they're like, both ridiculous. Afterburn is But Afterburn's is... Incredible, and it... Like, yes, Montu is still relentless despite having a mid-course, but Afterburn not having a mid-course still helps it edge out Montu for me. Like, I think just the length of Montu, for me, is what it, gets it. It is longer, like, but Afterburn just does what it needs to do, and it's... It might be a little bit shorter, but it has no mid course. No, they're so close though. It's like yeah. When I hear either side, it's whatever. But for me, it's the like the complete like I can't like there was a point I was like I can't believe this is still actually going with this speed on yeah. Montu. I'm like incredible ride and the, the near misses. They do near misses so well, <laughs> and uh, with Sea Worlds Parks in Florida. Like Mont Manta, uh, Kumba, Monsu. I mean, I guess you could throw in Guazi, but the structure, you know, is it's not theming. You know, like, like I really am a fan of like good landscaping in a ride. So it's not just plopped in the field, <coughs> just down the highway from us. Uh, but yeah, so from there, what did we end up? So we think we got some food after Monsu. We definitely did. Uh, we're going to go on Corpus Crisp, but that's where you went to the draft bar. Yes. And uh, I got me a blonde ale. Uh, it was nice. While we, <laughs> we actually missed the giraffes at first because we sat at the very corner. We're like, where's the giraffes? It's Corpus Curse. And then <laughs> and then we're walking like, oh, I guess there's no. Oh. And then too we much, saw. Too much strawberry shortcake. Yes, yeah, too much strawberry shortcake. And then at that point, some ale. So, you know, it's you got beer. You got, you got, got a little bit of fade going on. But. Sitting there, you know, re recovering in the shade of the giraffes. That's that was a top tier theme park experience. Like, man, because <laughs> like that was like me in the summer, or well, just in the Florida heat, very fried. And then I just went into the penguin exhibit at SeaWorld Orlando. I was just standing looking at penguins. Oh, that's one thing. I guess I was so. 
That area is pretty mid, bro. It is, but the is. penguin exhibit is really awesome. So, like, you walk through and you're like, what the hell am I here for? <laughs> it feels, like, outdated. It's so outdated. Yeah. It opened with the park, right? It had to. Yeah. Because, like, you walk it's through so. and then there's a point where it smells like dead fish. Yeah. And you're like... That's the penguin exhibit. But, like, oh, it's, it's nice, though. I, I guess that makes more sense now. I guess it's not... I personally enjoyed it while I was just baked, <laughs> wandering. I mean, I was pretty baked and I was still just like, bruh. I, I guess the I guess the effect is kind of ruined too when you're like I actually am from the cold and then I'm in 75 degree weather now and I see icebergs around me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know. And then there's nothing but the um, that dark ride or whatever. That's isn't it closing soon or rumored to be closing soon or something. The uh, Escape from the Arctic or I don't know what dark ride is that Sea World. I don't even I don't even think I've been on it. Honestly. I hear it's not too great, but. At least they have something for kids because what is there to do for kids there? Uh, but yeah, to finish off, we got Giraffe Bar. Then we got Cobra's Curse, which was... Oh, no, we got Cheetah Hunt because it's right walking out of Giraffe Bar. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't too long. It was only a 15-minute and I said this... I say this in my vlog uh, that's coming out sometime soon, but uh, I can definitely see for enthusiasts that were traveling at the time when they rode Maverick and then they... Oh, another multi-lodge LSM from Intimate is coming. And then they got that. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say. This be, I, I couldn't get it. I, I went in oh, with the expectations at its mid. And I'm like, man, this is... I went in... The water was even on for our experience. And that's been off for how many years? And I was... I still was... Eh. Do, do you see, like, the part where there's some resemblance to Skyrocket at Kennywood? <sighs> Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're going, uh, 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 where you're, yeah. where you're diving in between. And I, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, what is this, Cheetah Hunt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheetah Hunt is a meme. Yeah, where they, that's actually, funny enough, that's one of my favorite parts on Cheetah Hunt, because that's how boring the ride is. And the restraints are just... No, the zero-g roll hurt. Yep. Like, what? Nah. Now, now, I'm not, now I'm really afraid to ride the Raptors, because if that hurt... Man, and they're similar. Well, -ish. Jersey Devil Coaster didn't bother me, but Wonder Woman Gold Lasso Coaster I thought was super painful. Mm. Yeah, so. I'm actually, I'm not trying to be in pain riding a roller coaster. That's all I yeah. can say. Ruins the experience. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, Grizzly is uh, what your top ten Woody or something? It's My mind blower is also your top three Woody. <laughs> uh, that's like it's top five, I think. Still. Um, <laughs> The, contrad <laughs> the contradictions. It's wood's different than steel. I agree. Ah. Plus, we're talking about OTSRs, over-the-shoulder restraints. That is so. true. Imagine Grizzly with over-the-shoulder restraints. I'd never ride it again, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Like, if if the over-the-shoulder restraints were, like, feather or something, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, if there's there was no any sort of hard OTSR on Grizzly, I would never ride it again. I guarantee you that so drive bar was great cobra's curse was a fun little ride we got an eye ride on it um unfortunately there was someone recording their phone in front of us i tried to yell at them to put their phone away please don't pull all your phones on rides i don't care how tame the ride is please god and then okay so then we had the midway issues right so around like six this is where we really saw bush garden tampa's true colors 
So we had a great time. We we're there for about three hours. I got basically everything we wanted. Um, we were going to go to try to hit Sand Servant, the last credit we needed. Um, and also get a few rewrites. But they just randomly started cutting off, like, main walkways. With, like, these big, like, big wooden, like, fences. Like, forcing crowds to go elsewhere. And at this point, I also found out the locals like to go to Bush Gardens after work. Because when we try to go to Guazi, it was 45 minutes each time this time. <laughs> when it probably should have been 30, but they were sitting three, maybe four minutes each train. Yeah, Guazi's crew is... Uh, they were uh, they were chilling, that's all I gotta say. That's what you get with C's hourly pay. You they, know. they were chilling. They were definitely chilling. Um, there was... Because at this point, we're trying to go get Monsu and get Sansover. And I lost Sansover because that walkway was just closed. You're telling us, oh, okay, let's go to let's go to Iron Gwazi, let's go to the entrance. And that walkway is closed. <laughs> and everyone is confused. No one knows where to go. Your map doesn't work at this point. I can't look it up because of the walkways are closed. Right. Um... I guess we'll bring this up too because unfortunately uh Gavin's phone did break like the first night we were even in Orlando so yeah. um yeah um, we had to use my phone as well so on our way leaving Cheetah Hunt we were having a good time all this stuff and I guess he just somehow thought he had his wallet on him but just left it in the locker so when we got it the other one at uh at Cobra's Curse he was filming for his wallet wasn't there so we had to go over to uh, Cheetah hunt real quick And open up that locker but Stuff like Similar stuff like this Has happened to me At Bush Gardens Williamsburg King's Dominion Cedar Point uh, Like It's taken 10 minutes tops Maybe uh, To resolve something like this And To help Ease someone's conscience Of okay If it's not here Let's look somewhere else We were waiting there for Almost 45 minutes Because apparently Around Bush Gardens Tampa That big of a park they only have two people with access codes for lockers. Two people. <laughs> two people in that size of a park. So, the guy, at least, shout out to the, the photo op guy at the end, or the, the, the merchandise guy at the Cheetah Hunt. Because he was, he was, re <laughs> he was definitely uh, reflecting and, like, understanding. Because he was like, yeah, I don't know why we don't have universal locker system, blah, 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 blah. I was there yesterday. They have someone at every locker, which they definitely do. They have someone at every single locker. In case something is happening. Uh, yeah. Luckily, it was there. But we could have potentially have gotten more rides on other things, you know, instead of sitting there waiting. It was still on, still on, still on, obviously, the what happened. He left his locker in there. Or left his wallet in the locker. But 45 minutes. It's not not knowing. <laughs> it's saying, oh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. On top of the fact we couldn't get around midways, on top of the fact that all of a sudden Guazi was just stopping front and back row. They were just funneling people through the second row and the seventh row. Just random miscommunication and just no uniformity in any sort of policies. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard similar stories and I've had similar experiences at Bush. So, so yeah. <laughs> This is not surprising at all. Um, uh, I guess to top it all off, we did get two last rides on Gwazi, which were great. And the very last ride, for some reason, they so they had a Christmas light overlay on, which was a uh, red and green. Our ride, they just turned all the lights off. 
all of them were off. So we just got a pitch black. I wish it was a new moon too, but it was like a it was like a half present. So we got some moon, but basically we got a night ass ride. Yeah, a bl- it was a dark a ass ride, and that was a great way to finish off the night. Uh, back road too, because that's another thing with the miscommunication. We went to the seventh row thing, and oh, we won't be able to get back. We see people just walking to the back, and no one's saying anything. So we don't have no clue why they close the front or the back. <sighs> but yeah, Guazi. So, I, I can't speak enough about it. We're gonna, I'm just going to have to show myself up about it, basically. Because I, I could probably go on about it for, like, the Roadrunner, just for for a good few hours. Just nitpicking everything on why I love it. But uh, the next day, and the day you... I landed the day that you landed, morning, and that was Universal Day 1. Man, what a park. What What a park. Number one park. I have to agree because everything is just so goddamn smooth, buttery smooth, just doing anything, getting help, getting in, like, because uh, our first, like, we went in and I already had my access pass or annual pass, excuse me, and Gavin got his ticket that morning, but he never got the confirmation. No, there were server issues or anything, but you went up to the lady at the ticket uh, booth and asked, hey, you know, we didn't get our confirmation, Neely knew what to do. Told us to go over to guest services yeah. or whatever, ticket ticket services. That was already moving fast. Kristen already knew what to do. He's like, all right. Less than 30, 45 seconds, we're already back at the park. I'm yeah. talking to that guy. It's like, oh, wow. Compared to 45 minutes the day before at Bush Gardens, at, at Bush Gardens Tampa. For a locker. For a locker, yes. Um, we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Walking in and uh, you can't beat the evening. Like, that whole <laughs> got the lost coaster across the, the lake, lake the jurassic park discovery center like you already saw me landing on the right like it's like you saw me in front of steve and yeah. how i was just like awing at it and just like oh. yes that was the same thing when i walked and saw like Velocicoaster coaster just sitting there yes. across the lake i'm like that is one of the best views of a theme park it, it's just, truly amazing it's something that would never get old like even if you don't ride it like just looking it's at a them. marvel <laughs> it's so so gorgeous um, so we were going to try to hope because you said single rider was open, but beginning of the day, they just said, screw that. We're not open. So we're like, okay. Uh, what do we do? Was for- it just a walk on in the station then? No, it was still 30 minutes, I guess. Oh, I that's know. weird. Yeah. Um, we were walking around at this point, just taking in Universal, uh, or taking the Islands of Adventure. We ran into, uh, the, uh, comic strip area where as a comic book nerd and Marvel and DC fan, I was all for it, even though it's only Marvel there. But still, you uh, walk right in, and the first thing we see is the 80s Green Goblin with Doctor Doom. And I'm like, okay, okay, I got to get a picture. <laughs> and that was awesome. He, he looks like he was doing a gang sign in my picture, which is kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was great. I didn't realize they sold full, like, they just sold comics in there, too, in the merchandising store. And that's great, because... They're not like they're not gonna find like really different runs or interpretive runs, but you're gonna find just origins and like iconic beginnings for characters for people to get into comics if they really wanted to, and I'm for that as a comic nerd. <laughs> but that area was like we walked through there for at least 20 minutes, just taking everything in there. So finally, another thing we both love is just cartoons. It's all like we love Tom and Jerry, Popeye, like uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, the Goofy and uh, Donald Duck shorts. So 
We walk through there, and the first character we see is Popeye and Olive Oil. So we had to talk to them. We, I, I got that. That was too good. They guy was wearing a green shirt, and he's like, "Oh, look at all that spinach he has!" Oh, and they said, oh, "Where are you from?" "Oh, from Virginia." "Oh, Virginia's for lovers." They just got it. They got it, bro. Like, oh, they, there was so much more they said. It was just you got to look at the vlog. <laughs> like that was that was great. Like, unfortunately, I didn't see that many more characters throughout. The Days and Islands of Adventure, those were the only characters that were walking around. And I feel like maybe it was because we were a little bit off-season before Christmas and all that stuff. But yeah, like... None in Seuss Landing? No, I didn't see any in Seuss Landing. I did it. At some points, I saw some. Maybe they saw some. Yeah, like, I, I feel like it just maybe was out of tune with the encounters yeah. and all that stuff. But at least when we first came in, it was just back-to-back. We were like, okay. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, we basically wrapped around, and then I think we met up at Velasa, because we just walking around. Yeah. Just taking everything in. So, Velasa Coaster, man. Oh, jeez. I believe you did front first, right? So, we, because I think at this point you guys were in, you were getting return times and stuff, and I'm like, you know, yeah. got a return time on Velasa Coaster, and it was an hour, and I've heard the ops were good. This is a true test. Let's go with Velocity Coaster. And I never saw the queue beyond uh, basically literally where you see at the entrance. So I was like, okay, they, this could go, this could be ridiculous if it really had to. Um, but uh, I, I wasn't even mad for the first time because I'm like, okay, just taking all these pictures, all, all these shots. Um, you got a great shot of Hulk from across the lake too. Um, but once you're inside the actual, uh, the actual, Velocicoaster experience like that those cattle pins in there with the statue that's when I'm like okay this is one of the best roller coaster cues out there even if it's not like the most interactive you can touch things it's just the general the story of it all <laughs> it just wraps up so good it's like like it feels like I'm always for the ride for these like for these attractions I'm not I'm not really a Transformers fan I'm not I'm not a, a Simpsons fan I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I'll go on these rides and I'll be immersed in the settings, you know. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll take it in and I'll take it for what it's worth. Yeah. And like Jurassic and Velocicoaster, for some reason, I was able to just feel it. Like it just makes sense. Like it's incredible. Like, like everything. Like it feels like I'm walking in Jurassic World, like in this statue. And like I Blue and Echo are like actually like Blue specifically wants to eat me. <laughs> like um. So the. The line moves so fast. Yeah. You got quite a few rides on it. So did you get a good look at the different scenes with the in in the indoor queue with the, Where the launch, launch track is? So I went so I was actually mad because I was like every ride or every time I waited, you're like, oh we're walking right through. Yeah. Until like the last like the last ride where we got stuck there twice. And yeah. then I got I saw like three different. I okay. didn't even know there were three different okay. ones until I got stuck there. Yeah. I, I was, was just, like, I was just wondering because I know like a lot of times when we were riding this past week, it was just kept walking right past the launch. So, the, I mean, we're gonna hear me talk about this, but uh, I don't know what parks need to do, but you basically Universal needs to be the Bible for ops. Like they they need to be the foundation. The <laughs> operations at Universal are absolutely fantastic. Every single ride, like this is just not just Velocicoaster. For every single ride, we are consistently. We're not stopping for more than a minute, it feels like. Unless they let us know after five minutes, which happened with us in Amazing Spider-Man, there's going to be a delay. 
Yeah. Like, five minutes they let us know that. Sometimes it's 10.15, like, or they yeah. just say, screw it, we're going to let people leave, and then we'll just open the riot again when we fix it. The transparency was just was great. So we get there and go through this amazing queue. Um, the locker system. God, this is the first time I experienced Universal's locker system, man. It's so seamless. It's so... So... I'm curious, really, though, the only issue I have is, like, what if someone doesn't really have, like, a secure, secure pocket? They're like, hey, keep your ticket. Like, okay, but, like, I'm getting on Velocicoaster, bro. Like, they're, <laughs> they're going to know which locker they have, though, and then Nintendo can. Yeah, and so I was wondering, yeah. like, they probably have a protocol already because of Universal. Yep. Like, yeah. So, like, you go through and it's double-sided. You scan either your annual pass or your ticket or whatever, and you put your stuff in. That's it. You're done. You're good. And then, oh, what if I forget? There's so many lockers. Oh, you went to the lot, wrong one? It'll tell you which one to go to immediately. Like, it's yeah. exactly which one to go to. Ah, uh, it's, it, it was, it just did not feel like I was dealing with a theme park. And that was the most theme park. Yeah. Uh, I've been to this whole year, in the past two years. Like, that was, that, that's literally the quintessential, like, meaning of a theme park is universal. And it just felt so seamless. Like, uh, but Velocicoaster the ride. Once you get on, uh, it, the, the queue continues after the lockers, and it's still great. You like you have, the like I love I love the story that yeah you're walking through the pre-show and like you have two of the main characters from Jurassic World. I don't know their names. I only know one of them because she calls his name out. But Owen, Claire and Owen, uh, Claire and Owen, uh, where Owen's not happy about this at all, <laughs> and like yeah it's it's good it's fun. And I like the quips between all of them. Yeah. And you only... And it moves so fast. Yeah, I, I at least only saw it one and a half times by the time I would be in there. I wouldn't, like, see any repeats, really. Uh, I would see it starting again. But by the time it would, or I would see the part that I was about to see again, it would already be like, I'm, on, I'm about to go on the ride. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy the new roller crest. So it was unfortunate that at certain capacity points, they cut it off. Uh, but... I was able to get front row for the first ride on Velocicoaster. And so I did not realize how much taller up they are. Like, your feet are dangling uh, compared to uh, yeah, yeah, Pantheon. Yeah. And um, so they're they're similar, but, yeah, that's really the main difference I notice. And, like, I, I am able to sit up and get room, quote-unquote, but the ops there do not want to give you any room. Let me tell you. So... Regardless, rollout and the build-up. Now, did you did you notice the Raptors running on the screens on the side too on the launch? Yeah, I was like, yeah. you run up and then you see them already there, and then I was they launched like because I wasn't paying attention for everything. I was yeah. just looking at the sides and I saw them with. Oh, this is so good! And then I was not expecting the inversions to actually be be really really good. Is that dive loop? Like both of them are just like. And you get forces, like, yeah. so it's the point where, like, I had to, I'm going to, I ride, ride the bull. You know what I mean? Like, I had to hold my restraint up while I had my hands up so I still get the whip. Because, like, I just didn't want to have, because at the end of the first loop, push down. Yeah. Second one back, the sidewinder, push down. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> well, I was not expecting this. So my second ride, I was definitely just riding the bull on that. Yeah. But, uh, wow. Um, you go through all. Those near misses, all that theming. Um, so then you go launch. back into the second launch. <laughs> it almost 
I'm surprised it's an LSM sometimes. It's it's good. It hits. Yeah, it's actually better than Stormrunner's launch. Oh, thank you very much. No. Yes. It really does yep. not. <laughs> the Last Coaster's second launch is better than Stormrunner's launch. <laughs> That's it doesn't though. It's just. It doesn't. I don't want to hear it. Hey. I'm gonna drink for this one. Okay. Uh, God, that re- that really just threw me off. Top hat. <laughs> yeah, they both have top hats. Yep. That Velocicoasters one... coasters is better too. Yeah, that one is better because that's a lap bar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you will go up the top hat. In the back, you get floater, and in the front, you get ejector. And then you get ejected on the going down in the back. I was about to say, wait a minute. No, and the going up. Yeah. On the front, you get ejected. Yeah. And then on the back, you get floater. But you get ripped down too. In the in the back, yeah. you get ejected in the back. Yeah. Yeah, we're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> so. And then you get absolutely whipped into the stall. Yeah, so everything after that is just absolute ace, like intimate goodness. Yes. Like they told it basically Universal said, "Hey, go wild." And they did. Or Universal just 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 go wild. Do do what would do the your best crowd pleasers you can. <laughs> just go ham. I mean, there's truly nothing better than sitting in the front row. And just the interaction with the crowd as you're going in and around and over the people on the bridge. Because everyone's always looking up. It's like taking pictures or whatever. Like, it's... There's so many... I think I have to go back just to take more. Like, I I would look back and see there's more I need to take and just look at this ride. Like, it's... I gotta send you all my Velocicoaster footage. Oh, man. Like, Velocicoaster is the most... Aesthetically pleasing coaster, yes, in the world. Um, so but from there you go into the stall, which for me stalls are one of my favorite elements on a coaster. I I like hang time, I like whip, so you got me. Like, um, I do think Pantheon's is still slightly better though. Disagree. Just just slightly better. Disagree. It, it, I just it it has that length phrasing, but it has that length, man. Disagree. Uh, whip over length. <laughs> so, so you're submissive. <laughs> but nah, after after the stall, you go into a banked low, and then you go into this outer banked airtime hill, which is the weirdest one I've felt, because it almost feels like you're floating in in like an axis of time, like you're not like thrown out like uh to the left like uh twisted but you're almost like you're still definitely like ejected out of your that's seat. where that's where i i snapped i would try to snap i mean i definitely got it there yeah. when i snap but like alone because i don't need to snap a twisted zombie <laughs> it throws me alone uh but, but no that's 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 a great yeah that, that element hits and then, then you go into the most source rule. Oh, I forgot the wave turn. That's what I was missing. There's a there's a wave turn on there. Because then you turn around, then you go into the outer bank, then you snap around a bank turn. A little yeah. speed hill. Then the king of inversions. 
I almost want to say objectively it's better than the death roll just because of its placement. <laughs> over the over the water. Absolutely. It's like uh, but I like it's what like one of the best finales, if not the best finale for a roller coaster. It just the amount of whip. The amount of floatiness. You're almost getting you're almost like getting airtime. It's not just zero G. Like that profiling is nutty on that. And you're going through it so fast. Like, I love just being on the right, throwing myself there, and then going up into the brake run, just letting myself hang on the side. <laughs> oh, that ride is phenomenal. That, like, just those two, Zogwazi and Velocicoaster alone, are like two rides that are alone worth driving 12 hours or flying to. Like, if they're just... Velocicoaster is the complete package, though. Like, you get the whole experience of... is not my number one, but it's my favorite roller coaster. I, I don't know what my... I think... I just, know. like, the theming, the immersion, the actual ride experience is my favorite roller coaster. Like, that's one of the... I waited pretty long in that line sometimes. Yeah. I waited pretty long in that line sometimes. Dude, like over, all close to an hour and a half. And I still wasn't necessarily bored. Yeah. <laughs> like. There's definitely some times it went down to two train operations, but for the most part, they were up on four, which was nice. So after that, I even. Oh, after that. What, a, what, what did we. We did Haggins. I think so. You did Hagrid's. Yeah, you did Hagrid's. So didn't you do Hagrid's? Mm-mm. You did the return time with your sister. We did it later, though. Yeah, we did do it later. But uh, how was your Hagrid's right then? I mean, you wrote Hagrid's quite a bit. So. Yeah. Because we went to, we went. Just, Explored a little more of uh, Islands of Adventure. We went to the, the area with the with Poseidon's Fury and the and the fountain that talks, which was hilarious. Um, the Mystic Fountain. I forgot what the name of that land is, but um, also with the Mythos Restaurant too. We were trying to get a reservation there, but it's super hard, man. Yeah, super hard. Uh, but we ended up. Uh, what did we end up doing? We saw the old Sinbad building. The old Sinbad show right back there as well. It was really cool to look at. Um, we ended up riding Jurassic uh, River Adventure. Uh, after some... After some uh, Hulk. Going back there. Which... That, that was fun. There was one of the... One of the main, like... It was really sad. When you first go into Jurassic Park. One of the main show pieces is the big brontosaurus that, like, sticks his head out. Sprays yeah. water. And his head was like sunken in the water, like he was like, <laughs> like Jesus was not working. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was like, oh. But uh, everything else was working. Yeah. But it was definitely dated. Cause yeah, it's been so, open when I wrote it in October, I think it was good. But the T Rex still looked great. Still great there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then we got single rider laps on Hulk. And. 
I am so happy that still holds up, man. That's one of my favorite B&Ms. That's actually a damn good B&M. Like, I'm not sure where I have that B&M-wise, but yeah. It's slightly better than Kumba. I agree. Incredible. I like, mean, the rides that I got on it, it was running just so fast. Bro, like, the whip I actually got on the Zero-G roll out of, the, out of yes. the launch. In the back right, that's the seat. Oh, man. It's absolutely, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. It shouldn't be as good as it is, honestly. And I... It just goes back, I... There's mean, some people that, like, have that in their top ten with a lot of credits. I... Which I can sort of understand if they hit it when it's running that good. I don't blame them. I mean, the whole thing... Like, I'm going off the whole thing as a comic book nerd. Uh, <laughs> I think the fact that... I don't think Bruce would ever vol- get a volunteer and test human experience... Human people with being a Hulk... Because generally that's just like In actual or that just wouldn't make sense With what he would do But yeah. but This being a theme park at Universal And just saying we're having a good old time And that is the theme I think it's hilarious and great Like I literally I am so with it Become a Hulk Every time like I hear Across the midway And I'm just like I yell with it Even though I can't hear it on the ride Because the soundtrack's so damn loud and so good And um it's a Hulk, gem. Hulk is incredible. It's a gem. It's incredible. Like, the name is fitting. Like, <laughs> it was the Hulk, and then after a few years, everyone realizing how amazing it is, it's the Incredible Hulk. Because, <laughs> man, that's a, that's a B&M gem, I will say. It's up there. And it's actually such a good ride. Uh, so, yeah, we did a few of the... We tried to do a few of the... We did Spades Spider-Man too. after that. And I don't know how that ride still holds up so damn well. Like it's amazing. That is such a good ride. Like I'm actually like it. I like it up there with some roller coasters. Like more than some roller coasters. Like I like that more than a lot of roller coasters. It's so good. Like it's better than White Lightning. That's for sure. Okay. Okay. I would rather I, ride Spider Man than White Lightning. 100%. That's not fair. It's so good of a ride. Like. Amazing Spider-Man is so good of a ride. So then you're basically saying if Amazing Spider-Man was a roller coaster, it'd be like in your top like 30 probably. Yes. And White Lightning isn't in my top 30. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> it's it, still I a mean, good I ride. Guess, I guess it'd be pretty close, honestly. <laughs> White Lightning's still a good ride. It's just not my top 30. Well, yeah, but that's the point that Amazing Spider-Man's better than White Lightning. <laughs> Bottom line. Fuck White Lightning. <laughs> My landing is... We're going to get to that at the end, end but it's it's not bad right in the slightest. Um, so, uh, yeah, we did Hulk, we did Spider-Man. That, I, they, Universal, if you're going to make more of those rides, just do do another IP. I don't even care if it's Minions, okay? No. I will ride it again. It, no. I, if you so make it as good... Do not encourage that. Why would we want a third Minions ride? I'm just saying, if you make a dark ride, that... Immersive and that good as Spider Man. Make it Mario. Okay, make it Mario. Just do a g- ride just as good as Spider Man. That's all I gotta say. Because I don't think there's a dark ride as good as Spider Man that they have made ever since. <laughs> like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, it's actually thrilling. Like, it's actually thrilling. Oh my god, it's so good. Uh, so I think we hit Velasa again after that. No, we had Hagrid's. Yeah. Because I, I have stuff from us at Wizarding. Um, I saw little bits 
because I, I think next time I'm going to really step into Wizarding World and all that stuff and take the train over as well. But that theming, man, holy shit. Hagrid is incredible. It's not even just Hagrid, it's just, just Wizarding World, just from stepping in just to, just in the wand shop where we did there in the merch store and, and looking at the Hogwarts castle, the light show. Because, Wow. Wow, wow. It didn't feel like I was in a theme park anymore. It felt like I was literally transported somewhere else. Okay, but the one thing about Hogsmeade and Islands is isn't it so, it's so packed like you feel like you're in the sardine can. I mean, there. that's what we were... I don't even it's know if crazy. they can help that. Because, like, in the... in Do you see Hogsmeade in the movies? Well, yeah, but, like, that's not... Is it ever that like, crowded in the movies? No. Exactly. That's the one thing yeah. I wonder will that might ruin some people's immersion if they're nitpicking, but like Yeah. Yeah. Shopping was not the move. I'm not gonna lie, I was kinda claustrophobic because they definitely made the shops feel like, oh I'm definitely shopping and like the small cozy like this yeah. one person owns this shop, you know, when like on Hogwarts. And it's not meant to have thirty five people inside. Thirty five people pushing like Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So I could not imagine COVID, to be honest. Uh, so, like peak COVID, that would that would have been ridiculous. Interestingly enough, my first visit in January, the mask mandate was still in effect at Universal, which was interesting. I mean, to like see where we're at now in December at Universal compared to what yeah, it was like then. Not even a mention of it. Yeah. Uh, but we did get on Hagrid's with the return time, so I didn't get through any of the queue. Uh. To the very end of the queue. Uh, but we were kind of wondering exactly if we are going to be able to get on in time because uh, we were trying to get the last ride on Velocicoaster as well. Um, but Hagrid's, I was expecting to be kind of be eh with it. I liked it a good bit. I like it a lot, actually. It's yeah, really, really it good. Mid. Yeah, then I don't know if there's a few enthusiasts with that opinion. Uh, I could probably see it if you don't care for the IP and you really aren't a big, you know, the forces really aren't doing anything for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'll be the first to agree that the forces aren't, you know, but for what it is, it's incredible. I mean, I was still getting, I think I was still getting some whip. I don't know if it was coach specific. I but. think because I'm such a fan of the IP, I'm impartial, but like. It does a lot of very unique things. I mean, it is the most, you know, problematic roller coaster, probably, and like technologically advanced. Yeah, so. yeah. Because definitely don't they consistently run like though. at least four or six trains on that? Seven at one time. I believe it's seven. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, that's like up there with Expedition Everest. Yeah. And like you can't, and that's probably the reason why that ride will have downtime sometimes. Because if they mess up any of those blocks, everything goes down. Yeah. Uh, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I remember hearing stuff about that with Expedition Everest. Like they have like literally like a fifteen second or twenty second grace period of like where people can like basically mistakes for guests. Or, like, they need to do something else besides just the blatant, like, protocol. I believe El Toro Ryan has problematic roller coaster videos on both Haggard's and Expedition Everest, actually. 
gotta check them out. I feel like that's why I heard it from. But yeah. I'm not sure. The Hagrid's video is amazing. Oh. I'm pretty sure I've watched Everest too. Uh, I mean, if you're not, if you're a nerd for coasters and you're not looking at Tor Ryan's like videos, at least his problematic videos. Yeah. They're basically mini documentaries. Like. Yeah. They're incredibly <laughs> well done. Uh, like I don't even know how we get some of the information. Like it's insane. Um, but Hagrid's is, I think I like it a lot just because it gave forces for family coaster to me. And it's like, it does a lot. Now I do wish I could sit and almost look at some of the animatronics more. Yeah. Cause like, what's the, what's the Severus called? What's his, what's the Severus pet's name? 300 oh, dog? Fluffy. It's like... I saw Fluffy for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that is a high, that is an expensive animatronic. I like, I saw him for like a split second. Like. Universal creative. I, well, I'm saying I wish I saw him longer almost. Yeah. Than that type of stuff. But there was still a lot, like, that animatronic slowdowns, you got to reverse track, you got to, I'm not going to say, it's for some spoiler stuff, for some people that haven't been on it. Uh, another surprise element that catches uh, at least at least cut one of one of the people we were with off, yeah, on guard. But for all that it does, it it's a fantastic ride. Like I don't think it'll go any higher than where I have it. I don't think it's possible. It's just getting an amazing, like really faded ride. <laughs> Recency bias, but. I think for I think for what it is, ever being generally family based, probably the highest family ride I have, and it's I'm just gonna say it's in comfy in my top thirty. Like, it's very it's like a super super solid ride and fun, and we got a night ride, so it probably enhanced it too because of the headlights and everything as well. I think I got a, a hot take. Haggard's is better than Wonder Woman Golden Lasso Coaster. I feel like when you say it, it sounds hot, and then you really think about it, and it's not as hot. Oh, I mean, I think that's hot for a lot of people. Because, like... I know if, like, James heard that, James and Timmy, they'd be like, what are you talking well, where about? where do they have Hagrid's? I think they have it lower than I do, probably. And they've got Wonder Woman way higher. When was the last time they rode Wonder Woman? Maybe 2018? Yeah, I'm like, apparently it's gotten way worse since then. It's like almost mind blower level. Like, in terms of like degradation. <laughs> not not actually, but like, yeah, it's it basically since around when it opened till now, it's definitely aged. And I think it's also because it was one of the first in RMC found out that like that specific one, I think you were telling me that Jeffrey was, they found out that like that track is like not actually long enough. Yeah. So it's affecting the ride. Yeah. Uh, we're not even we're talking about Fiesta Texas now. Um, then we ended up getting off of Hagrid's. Great ride. And going over to a better ride. Finished off the night with Velocicoaster. Night ride. Man. So, I noticed it looking at the footage now. I didn't notice it when we were there. The whole time we were there, the trains weren't running with any lights on. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. I noticed that in October and August. 
like and then some of them if they do have lights it's not the correct lights mm. like it's lit up but it's not you know the solid cyan color that it's supposed to be it's like I've seen like multicolor and other problems so damn so I mean that's what we were saying earlier when I'm talking about Manta like it's hard it's to in, keep yeah, a it's lot interesting of... to see that they haven't really kept up with the trains I mean it's a really big part of the ride at night too yeah like uh I mean that ride runs literally all the time with so many people how are you gonna how, when do you have I'm the time sure it, yeah I'm sure it's not easy to go ahead and fix it I guess but the night ride uh I got back right I'm pretty positive yeah, I got back right because you guys waited for the front. It was a little lion on that last night. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. We got middle rows, I think. Oh, I think maybe, that was yeah. Yeah, because we were like we're all getting middle, and you guys got like three, and we got like four or five. You got six. <laughs> you got <laughs> six. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's what happened. But like we said. No bad. That's that's when it confirmed it to me, though. There was no bad row in Velocicoaster because my only rides before were front and back, yeah. and I still was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, so man, 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 Velocicoaster. We ended off the night with a great way. Uh, did we went to Hot Dog Grill after Hot Dog Hot Dog All Star Grill or whatever what it was called? Was that the first night? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, because... Hot Dog Hall of Fame on City Walk. Yeah, Hot Dog Hall of Fame. Because we got that and waited basically 45 minutes for hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wanted, like, a little better. It was it was okay. It's okay. Yeah. But, I wasn't super impressed. But, uh... I did not know there were so many, uh... So many Universal enthusiasts. Specifically for the shows in their parks. Older ones. We had like two of them, and you you saw one of them where uh, he was telling us he was telling us yeah. very adamantly about five p.m. Watch the Macy's parade for about forty-five minutes in that house in a hot dog line. Oh man, oh man, did I just want to get a hot dog so bad? But no, that first night was fun. It was fun. We were trying to hit some pinball and stuff after. But unfortunately, I'm tired, bro. Yeah, things just didn't line up, and uh, the place closed in like a few minutes. Like we yeah. only had like thirty minutes for pinball. So this is rested up and smoked. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, we did. We did. We did smoke that night. We got smoke that night. Two J's. Then uni day two, at least for me. And he went a third day after. But. Yeah. Uh, you guys went there a little earlier. You went got the rope drop, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we were there. We were already tripping for three days. We did a... Uh, we, we stayed... We opened with studio side that day. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah, we came in around, like, 11 because we were we were just tired. We were, we were already yeah. tripping uh, from... We're already going early mornings since uh, Thursday. So we're yeah. just like... Let's just have a moment. <laughs> Take this, get a nice breakfast, which are... That place, the Claremont, actually has a bussin' breakfast place. Oh, I didn't know that. They, it's so good. It's actually so good. Uh, definitely to try next time. Um, 
Wait, we hit uh, Universal Studio side first as well. Yeah. But. We, we started and we rope draft Mummy because I actually hadn't ridden it since 2015. And that was before I've, renovation. I've, yeah, I've been. I guess it was open during Horror Nights, but we just didn't. Or maybe it wasn't. I think we might have missed it. But we just didn't get on it, but we got and rope dropped it, and it was super fun. Yeah, I didn't realize how good it was until yeah. I got on again. Um, yeah, every I loved everything about it. Like, I'm not the biggest Mummy fan. In fact, like, there hasn't been a Mummy film literally in almost a, a decade, maybe more. I don't know when the Jet Li one came out, or the one with Jet Li as a villain. But uh, <laughs> it was kind of uncanny uh, seeing young Brendan Fraser and all that stuff. Did you get to check out the Studios store, tribute store next to uh, Mummy? Your mummy? No, I didn't. Oh my god. Maybe maybe we walked through, but like I don't remember that. I feel like I would have. Yeah. Shoot. Because like right after we walked out, we saw the Blues Brothers performing. And uh, you're like, oh shit, that's cool. We chill to them for a bit. Walked by. Um, what did we do? No- oh, I think we just got Fast and the Furious out of the way after. Oh. Or did we? Or did we? Did I get Gringotts? No, we did not get Gringotts. Because uh, we were uh, really more focused on Wizarding World this time. We were more focusing on it. Uh, yeah, we're focusing on it the next time we go so that we had because god there is so much to do at Universal there is so much to do if you actually are trying to do everything ugh yeah man like so people scoff at the price and then I'm like no I I kind of get it <laughs> like I, I there is a lot to do and it's you're getting great guys makes service, the annual like, pass super worth it yeah yeah uh, but yeah, afterwards we uh, did. So for Mummy, we did Fast and the Furious. Uh, shit post one out of the two shit posts in the park for me. <laughs> Cause man, oh man, that might be one of the worst theme park attractions I've ever experienced. <laughs> um, I like the people were kind of funny. The first lady was funny. The second guy wasn't as funny. And then, um, like, in the pre-shows that they have where... I've gotten some people that have been seriously just so unfunny. Like, everyone's just, like, dirt face at them. It's just, like, (laughs) crazy. I was just like, damn, that's awkward, bro. And then now, we get to the ride, and I kind of just can't believe Universal was this lazy at one point. Because you're literally just going in a straight line, looking at a screen from left to right, while it's somewhat shaking yeah. like no <laughs> no it's so bad like I was so unimpressed I was so just unamused there's this is the other spectrum there's almost not enough adjectives to think of how bad the ride is just it's almost not even funny how bad it was like not even family could save that ride <laughs> not even the power of family bro uh they there were a few rides I feel like I feel like Shrek could have stayed before that ride. Like, God, not yeah. a fan. I don't think there really is anyone that is a true fan. More so, people that are a fan of how bad it is. <laughs> it was like they're for they're for it and with it. It's terrible. Uh, so after that, we ended up seeing. I don't know if you ever saw this uh, live performance before. The Beat Builders. 
Yeah. Yeah, they were by the Starbucks, right? Yeah, they were. Ish. They just randomly started going and uh, had a little bit of holiday stuff as well. But yeah, I, the first time I saw them, and that was great. Someone who was in marching band also. I'm also like percussion and just a big fan of improv percussion. So I'm yeah. a big Blue Man Group fan. Uh, yeah, that was that was great just to walk into. Um, it was a, like 10, 15 minute show. Uh, from there, we went to Transformers, and. I was pretty impressed with the teaming and stuff. A lot of interactables for kids to touch and play with, but it's a worse Spider-Man. Yeah. That's literally what it is. You know, it's like very fast paced. You don't really the scenes aren't very. Good. No, that and like it feels like they use effects and for the first half, and then they just forget about them. Yeah. Like they, I got water splattered on me, and then it just never happened again. Like after the first third. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it is very. It's fast paced like Spider-Man. Uh, but, like... Spider-Man has a way better storyline. Yeah. Like, yeah. Spider-Man's so good. From there, I think... I think we went over to... Close to Simpsons? Oh, yeah, we saw... We saw the, uh... The, uh, Blues Brothers walking by. They're driving by in the... They're, well, they're I don't know what they're called, the Blues Brothers Mobile? They're kind of not in... They're kind of not in the in media anymore, so excuse me. But then we went to Simpsons, and I that definitely did not hit like I remembered. Simpsons is very mid. I got a ride on it too, and I mean, it's it's really just not. Good. It's so it's very just. It's just. I was okay. a lukewarm walking out of the the ride. Because I remember uh, waiting, like, 45 minutes back when it first opened and all that stuff. Like, 2009 or 10 or whatever. And then, now, I'm just like, jeez, rip it out. Almost, it's like, I don't mind the story or anything, it's the ride. Yeah. Like, it's the ride itself. I'm not really a big fan of those, like, vehicles. And, yeah, like, it's just, what it does. It's a really, it feels like a really <clears throat> mid-Star Tours. Because I think it's a similar ride vehicle as well. Um, from there, I, I, I'm kind of shocked, really, with how. I guess they didn't feel the need to expand on it, but I just feel like uh, Springfield should have just been more. Almost like Simpsons is such a big IP, and they kept it the same size. I mean, it's kind of getting outdated, though. Well, that's the reason why I say I'm surprised they have never touched it since. I imagine it's something that could get scrapped, you know? I'm kind of hoping it does soon. Because when you look at Universal, it kind of looks bad. Yeah. Like, comparatively. Um, so, from there... Oh, I got a Duff beer. Because uh, I was like, you know, might as well get the novelty. I feel like they made it way better than what it should taste. <laughs> Because, honestly, it was really, really good. It's a really good Ambre Ale Lager. Uh, and not too heavy. It was great. I walked past uh, Woody Woodpeckers after that. I didn't know it was closing soon. I would have got on it if I would have known. Because so I think it just went down and then it just came back up. Because there was no line at all. But I cared so little about Kitty Creds. I was, I just didn't care. I was enjoying the park. And I think we're trying to go to Iowa after. We're trying to see what else we could hit. Which, I think after that, was just Rip Ride Rocket. Which, yes, it was. 
And that is shit post number two in the park for me because uh, uh, there are people that find it okay. There's people that even have it pretty damn high, Hard which is wrong. <laughs> About uh, 70 places higher than Steel Vengeance. Uh, but my ride was very, very not not even mid. It was just for the being the tallest ride in the establishment, in the resort. I got nothing. Like the, I, the music is just not much of a, a gimmick. Red Rocket fan, but I do disagree. I definitely get airtime and have been like positives on that. Like, I, the best way to describe the first drop is getting on a slide at a playground. Because that's what I felt. No airtime. I was kind of thrown around, but, like, it wasn't really anything, like, thrilling. It was just there. It kept getting stopped. I don't know the secret code songs, so I got all these default songs I don't care about. They're just outdated. I'm just not a fan. Just not. I don't see the funniness in it, or even the gimmick, unless I get uh, the song codes for the secret songs. It's, uh, it's about as good. Uh, it's, it's a little better than White Lightning. It's not better than White Lightning. White well, Lightning shits all over Rip Ride Rocket. I'll stand on White that. Lightning. White Lightning is. <laughs> White Lightning is like literally twice the coast of the Rip Ride Rocket would ever be. Rip Ride Rocket's a little better than White Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but from there we went back in Iowa because we're not a fan and you know what honestly we were not that impressed with the Universal Studios you know the rides I can see why people if you're going based off of Universal Studios and the Disney parks all together which is not even fair but people will do that because Dark rides, you know, screen-based rides. Just wait, Epic Universe. We'll see if they really can improve, but I do think that's one thing they should work on. They got coasters down. <laughs> that's obvious. Let's see if they can really make a good screen-based and dark ride attraction. Because the next ride we did, excuse me, was I mean... Skull or Reign of Kong, Skull Island, or Skull Island Reign of Kong. Whatever you, uh, I think it's the the latter. Uh, but that was just okay too. I was a the main part I was a big fan of because it's really similar to. It's very similar to Fast and the Furious, except you're actually getting like decent scenes and like you're actually yeah. getting movement. Yeah. And it, uh, but the this vehicle is exactly the same. Exactly yeah. the same. Uh, Kong is definitely better than Fast but and Furious. I really really like the throwback, the callback to confrontation. In Universal Studios, with the with King Kong at the end, with that massive animatronic of the yeah. story. So, because I was wondering what you thought about that. Because uh, at Universal, like I don't know, anyone anyway, that isn't hip, there was an old uh, Kongventration attraction where it used to be King Kong like terrorizing New York, and you would be held on like this old like skylift and be like basically like tossed by him and held up in the air by this big King Kong animatronic. And that's essentially the same. You're not held up by him, but you're saved by him in, in the ride. And you see him, like, this massive, just massive animatronic in front of you, just looking at you and screams at the very end. Yeah. I, I 
That was great. I wish I could see just a tiny more emotion like Expedition Everest Yeti. But I loved it. Um, that, that was the main reason I would write it again. And even then, I feel like after my second ride, I'd be like, I'm good. I think Velasa, we were just heading up Velasa after that. Yeah, because we did uni at the beginning. Uh, then it was Velasa for the rest of the day. Because Universal closed at uh, 7 that yeah. night. So Then we went to Bucky's. Yes, we got back. It's, uh, smoked up, chilled a bit, and went to Bucky's. And that was my first experience. But like I said, I'm literally repping. For the third time, all Bucky's merch, Bucky beanie, a Bucky, uh, Bucky's hoodie, and I would be wearing a Bucky's blanket as a cape. Uh, I, I do think that might be one of my favorite, like, things about Bucky's, though, is the merch. The food is great, don't get it wrong, but, like, it's, this hoodie is so damn comfortable, and I, and this beanie, I love the beanie. Man. And the hoodie's, like, $22. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. It's very stoner wear. Like I, <laughs> I got yeah. fuck with it. Um, yeah, I had I had the the chopped brisket. It was all I really needed because I had a bit before, and that yeah. was slapped. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a brisket lover though, so I'll take brisket almost any day. Let's see. One yeah, day. we got a picture in front of the Bucky statue. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I saw you were basically going on a shopping spree at Buggies at one point. Yeah. But that ended Uni Day 2. And then the next day, I was going to be flying, or I did fly out, but I tried to get at least two more credits, or at least up to three more, four more credits, before heading out. But unfortunately, uh, on weekdays, fun spots open up at 2, and our flights... We had to drive a rental, and our flight was even around 6, so we were like, okay, we can only really hit one here. So, we decided, since it was the closest one, to head to Fun Spot Orlando, and head Freedom Flyer and White Lightning. Now, while you were doing that, you were at Epcot. Yes. At Disney Park for the very first time. over Disney. Yeah, and the very first, the very first, well, you've been to Magic Kingdom, so right? I, so, I went to Magic Kingdom when I was, like, a child. But this is like my first, that was my first Disney experience, and it went, well, we were extremely tired, Yeah. but it went super well, and that is all thanks to my sister who did all the planning. Yeah, but that's that's one thing you definitely have to plan for a Disney day, because... That, that actually, it was such a good visit that I do want to visit the other four Disney parks. I Along think, with Disneyland and California Adventure. You think you would really like Animal Kingdom. Or even Disneyland, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Timmy yeah. talks it up enough. But the novelty and that being the original for yeah. the rest of the parks. So, I mean, Epcot, we got there for Rope Drop. And we went straight to Frozen Ever After. Which was, it's like a little, like, intimate boat ride. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It used to be a uh, Maelstrom. Yeah. And uh, I guess it, that was in Norway. Yeah. And that was, that was, I mean, the post of wait time was 65 minutes. And we got on in 30. Okay. Um, so okay. off the bat, I was very impressed. And I was like, wow. And after that, we did 
I want to say Mission Space. I am personally a big fan of Mission Space. And we did Space. the Mars side, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, like, it's one of the most forceful rides, yeah. like, it on was the market. really awesome. Um, there's, never, there's never really a wait for it either because of that. Yeah. That's what's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can only ride it so much, because... It does did, what it does. And we did some of, like, the smaller ex- experiences and stuff. We did um, Spaceship Earth, which was... Spaceship put, put me to sleep. Yeah. It's a history lesson. We did Figment, which I found to be super fun. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought it was, like... <laughs> Journey into like, Imagination? It was, it was, like... It'd be, like, a funny, like, faded ride. Oh, it was, like, I'd were you say. just, like, baits in it? That's why. I was just kind of, like, geeked. I was just, <laughs> like, this is a meme. <laughs> That's really what it is, like, because yeah. he's kind of like, uh, but like, yeah. I was just kind of like laughing at it. Yeah, I mean that's really that's really all I can imagine that would be doing. I'd be like, ugh, just get rid of him. And we did Soren, which was, I thought it was pretty mid. I hear the, is it Soren over? Is it just Soren? Soren is like Soren around the world. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I thought, I hear, it, was, I thought it was pretty mid. I heard Soren over California is not is not better either. Yeah, I was like, why? Like, I don't know. I thought I thought it was quite mid. I thought it was not great, and I rode that back in 2012, in 2009. Like, yeah. I was never really a fan of it. Like, um, we, we did, we had park completion by 3 o'clock. Cause, and so we did test track, and I thought that was mid as well, actually. Well, I I'm was, not a fan of the overlay yeah. that they did. I was a fan when it was actually, like, you went through a factory, you were, like, a crash test dummy... And you really learn about, like, the inner workings of, like, making a car and all that stuff. Yeah, now I'm you make really, your uh, own car and you excel in certain areas, which yeah. it doesn't really matter. And yeah. it's very, it's a very mid-experience. I, 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 I wasn't really satisfied at all. Yeah, like, wow. I'm really, I don't skip Test Track, but I definitely miss what I used, the experience used to be when yeah. I go on Test Track now. I remember what order we did. Let me check. But at the test track, I'm assuming well, that might be close to the Guardian. Yeah, Guardians right now. Now I'm thinking of the layout. Other than like the other like small stuff, then we did we went for Remy's. Um, you you actually ride. said you were very impressed with. Them. I was. Um, the theming was great. Just starting in the queue, and again, this is something that it had been a long wait all day. Like, and we were gonna have to wait in the standby for it. So it was like you know like a hundred minutes all day. And we went when it said 65, and again, it took us, like, 40. Uh, so, so, like, throughout the day, I found that the operations and people eating at Disney, in, or at least at Epcot, was fantastic. I was, like, extremely impressed. That's really good. I was impressed. I was impressed with, you know, my guest satisfaction as well. Dining, shopping, all of that. Yeah, where'd you guys eat? You and you um, do any world showcase uh, eating? No. Yeah. I mean, it, it gets expensive too. Like, yeah, we ended up just eating at like the dining hall by the gigantic merch store and stuff. Yeah, I think those was still like yeah. good park food. So, so but after that, we got two rides on Cosmic Rewind, which it's on the Christmas overlay right now. Um, but I went into it blind. I had no idea what to expect, but I was just told row nine was the best row. So. I didn't even know there was a best row. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to spoil anything, but row nine is definitely 
the best room. Not going to spoil anything. Um, if you know, you know. Can you request rows or? Yes. They do honor <laughs> row requests, which was, I, again, another just pleasant surprise. Um, and the theming is amazing. I loved the holiday overlay. And the ride itself, it's not, you know, the most forceful ride, but it's, you know, right there with Hagrid's. It's, it's a very good ride. Hmm. Interesting. So we got there at like 8 a.m. And we were literally done with everything and got two Cosmic Rewind rides by like 4.30. That's crazy. So then we booked it out, got in the rental, went straight to Universal, parked, and got three Velocicoaster rides <laughs> that night. And it closed, Universal closed at 7. So did you get a return time and then wait in line and then go in the... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And then wait yeah. one more time after the return. Well, actually, time. we waited, um, and then it was quick enough. We waited again, and then went with the return time for the third one. So, it was a, it was a very tiring day. Yeah. Doing Disney and Universal. I mean, standing in a Velocicoaster line. <laughs> yeah. That's all you guys did. That's yeah. crazy. Like, I can't imagine days were... You find it less than 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, you're walking basically up to the statue. To the lockers. Yeah. Yeah, to the lockers. That's great. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just a lot to think about, man. And then Tuesday, we, f we were flying home, but yeah. we went to Universal in the morning. And I think we got five more Velocicoaster rides, another Haggard ride, um, Hulk, Forbidden Journey, Dude, more, more Moe's on City Walk. Man, I'm a big fan of Moe's, too. Yeah, it's it slaps. Now, I don't get it too, too often because I have one pretty close to me, but yeah, you can't go wrong with it. Uh, but, um, yeah, so you had Epcot on your, on my last day in Florida where I was about to fly out. So I decided to go to White Lightning. Where I also ran into Pam, who was, uh, just ironically marathoning it. She was at, uh, she was at Universal just, uh, a few hours before it too. But she was about to fly out, like, an hour before us. So, I'm a GCI fan, so I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride a GCI. Pam is a big GCI fan. And I, I was, I was really I'm like, I'm like, I'm glad you appreciate this ride, Pam, because this ride is a good ride. It, it's not the most amazing ride, but for what it is, a seventy foot tall GCI, it's good, better, damn better than Invader. Uh, I can show you the video of the lats, bro. I'm flying. It's, it's about as good as Invader. It's, it's, it's not. Pam would also disagree. Uh, I'm gonna send this clip to Pam and see if she agrees or not, because she was saying otherwise. We were saying Bear is completely, not even, it's in its own level of just bad. Grizzly at King's Dominion is better than White Lightning. <laughs> Where do I have Grizzly actually? <laughs> I know I have it in a pretty head-ass spot for. Or, you know, 
Where do I have? There's a there's a Woody 45 minutes away that absolutely craps all over well, White Lightning. Wild one doesn't count. So. <laughs> wild one is Gotta uh, show the best wild one. MV. Gotta show the love of wild one. Uh, but well, White Lightning, I I liked. Like I said, it doesn't do anything spectacular, but for a fun spot, it's great. And then, I mean, I say that, then they're getting Air Force One and Fun Spot Atlanta. But for the size that it was. And Mind Blower exists. For now, at least. Yeah, for now. Uh, Mind Blower is, I think, 10 feet taller, though. But... A whole lot better. 10 times better. <laughs> Some people would disagree with that completely, too. <laughs> I know a lot. <laughs> uh, but. That's where my trip ended up because I got a few marathons to talk with Pam there and uh, got uh, got some shots of white lightning and then dropped the rental off and flew back to cold Virginia where the Bucky's hoodie and beanie definitely came in clutch because I feel like it would have been worse if I just if I was not if I didn't have exactly that because I don't even wear beanies like I used to, but I'm trying to get back into them. It's God. And that's one reason why to just go to Florida, get away from the cold. God. <laughs> but, and come right back. Yeah. So how was your? Uh, that was the five rides in one with uh, with you and Jordan. No. Uh... That was a. Uh, that was great. We got five front row rides wow. on the Lhasa that day, um, and they were hitting. And then I believe our Haggards, we got a row three. Um, but again, that's just a lot of fun. And honestly, I, the Hulk ride that we got gave me a headache. Which row did you get? I believe. Because we that's were so funny, because that's what happened to Gavin and someone else two. behind. Because someone else behind me when I rode on the last day was saying, oh, that was rough. I believe we were row two, and I found it, it was banging me around. That's crazy. Yeah. Because. Gavin said the day before he gave him headache, so. Yeah. But he was in row five, so I don't know. Yeah, I just, for some reason, I found it, it just kicked me around. Yeah. Before the flight. Gave me a headache. Might also just been the riding consistently. Just yeah. riding all this different shit. Yeah. You know, though. Uh, basically... That was Florida. At least the, for me, I have, I have. By the time any more is said about Florida, I have been home. I am sad, <laughs> looking at computer screens again. But otherwise, we both made it back. Uh, back to the cold. We're both looking to go down again because Florida has. They're clearly one of the hot spots for coasters. Like when it comes to top ten or yeah. just top thirty, it's just they have such a good. You can just name so many that are just excellent coasters. There's two that alone are worth the twelve hours of two hour flight, like Wazi and Velocicoaster. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's crazy to think like coasters those that good can exist. <laughs> like, man, especially with just the thought went into velocity coaster, just incredible. 
Ugh, but that's that's it. This has been the longest cast. I didn't even feel like it until I looked at looked at the time. We're getting we're getting close to the three hour mark. We're getting close to uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water. <laughs> if you made it this far, yeah. If you made it this far, then definitely give us a follow on here. Without being YouTube, if you're listening, or Spotify, if you're listening, you can uh, find us on all platforms. And definitely tune in next week because we're going to be going with our New Year's episode where we're covering our rankings, hot takes, maybe even have invasions from potential Discord callers. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and potentially we'll ask you guys stuff if you uh, follow our socials. Oh, your hot takes or your opinions. Who knows? But yeah. go ahead and follow us at the High Rollers DMV on Instagram and obviously YouTube and Spotify. Uh, but you can also follow me at West Tower Coasters uh, on Instagram and West Tower C on Twitter and West Tower, obviously, if you're looking up podcasts on YouTube, that same channel. You can follow our C. You can find me on Instagram at Old Line Airtime. Sir. And man, let's see how much news comes out from now in uh, King's Minions Fireworks Show, because that's probably in the next time. Yeah. <laughs> next time we're recording one of these. But y'all, if you made it this far, keep it easy. Thank you for being a homie. Catch you in the next one. Stay kind. Peace.